pass from Havili was magic. The shift on for Crotty. Boom, far down you go, Quaggett Smith. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of the Draft Rugby Podcast, where we discuss Fantasy Super Rugby, the game they play online in heaven. You can find the website at draftrugby.com and get after us on the socials at Draft Rugby and support us on Patreon. And on that note, before I introduce the lads, uh, we'd like to give a big shout out to Mitch Evans. What a legend. At Mitch Evans 94 on Twitter. Get after him. He is our first Patreon or can patron. I, can I be honest though? It's not even that. Like He also comments, he reacts to things, he, he's very interactive. He's one of our, our he top fans. He knows way more than Kagi. Yeah, 100% he does. Oh, for sure. Um, now we can swap him with Neymar. Easily. Can we do that? Easily. Super sub. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to start getting the call up. Um, now he's been a long-term supporter of our content. Long time? Long-term? Long-time supporter of our content. And uh, as the first patron, he'll be uh, hold a very special place in our hearts. So, Forever, uh, mate. He's first, on that private group now, right? That's yeah. it. He's in that yeah. private group. Direct access to us. What, I forget what other perks are. Nelson, what are they? Uh, direct access. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Just I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check that all out on the Patreon page. Um... So, very good. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah, as you've guessed uh, already, I'm joined by both uh, Harry and Nelson. So, um, we had a pretty good day today. What did we go to today, guys? We, uh, we did a photo shoot for the last place uh, player in our team. What's that? The spoon? Like, what was it? No, you're the spoon. No, you're the spoon. What's, what's it called? <laughs> last place in the regular season. No, there's a guy. Remember the guy with the hair, the patch cut out? On Twitter, they all name him something. Alright, you guys don't get it. I'll look it up. Okay. This is really good podcast yeah. content. Yeah. <laughs> I'm expecting you guys to know the answer. No. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So we did a calendar shoot for him. <laughs> it was a sexy calendar shoot. God, um, he, was, he was sexy. He was smouldering. It he was. was he he looked very good. Look, he, he didn't yeah, listen to the pod. Sometimes they just say people just, you know, they just gotta bring it. He he brought it today. He, he that's de- smouldering intensity. He definitely mm. did. Mm. He started off nervous, but like a, a good rookie. He got some good uh, runs under his belt and he started to get better and better. By the month of February, he was killing it. <laughs> he was. He <laughs> was. No, it was very good. He took it in good spirit and uh, we, we, had, we were very creative. We had, uh, we, we, I guess we want to thank everyone for their photo and theme um, ideas and suggestions yeah. sent through. Um, we definitely put some of those to good use. And, uh, and if you want to check out our Instagram uh, for the next uh, 24 hours, there's some sneak peeks on, on, the, on our story there for that. Um, but I guess also with that in mind, uh, we're probably going to open it up. We might open up some polls, but we'd send through any uh, last place punishment suggestions for our upcoming 2020 season. Um, the Sacco is the Sacco. Thanks, mate. Oh, was that literally it? Yes. Yeah, I thought that was too simple to like that. It had to be something. I more thought than Nelson that. was a Sacco. Yeah, that's no, a, a spoon. Mate. Okay, no problem. Sorry, you just I won the spoon. To be clear, huh? you're the spoon. Okay, good. Okay. Taking time. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, no. Please, anyway, please send us through your suggestions. At the moment, we're we're quite uh, fond of the idea of uh, the Walk of Shame. So um, kind of like the Game of Thrones Walk of Shame. You're holding a big sign. Uh, I suck at fantasy rugby. Uh, big draft rugby uh, logo on your back, and uh, walking. Just going to walk someone through. Everyone dressed as nuns with the bells, just through a big shopping centre or the CBD or something. That's yeah. where we're heading at the moment. I like it. So um, if you can top that, send it through. <clears throat> What are we doing today, Craigs? Tell us. That <laughs> should we get into the pod? Yeah, let's get in, right. Well, so in tonight's pod, for Entree, we're going to make our predictions on who will be the top fantasy players across the whole competition. Um, it's exciting stuff. So you've heard us give uh, the, our top three from uh, some of the conferences so far. We've still got the Aussie conference to go, but um, yeah, top three <laughs> unique players um, for the whole competition. 
Uh, for main course, we will be going through each fantasy rugby position to rate the biggest and best prospects for the 2020 season and to give you all the information and unfortunately our fellow league managers um, all the information they could ever need for your initial draft. So, um, yes, they... So, uh, are we going to hold back or what, boys? I give out all my information and you seem to stuff it up anyway, so I won't change it this year. Look, there's definitely something always I just keep... I've always done good before the point. I I obviously give it out. That's all right. Um, all right, and then for dessert, um, we're going to... I'm trying to find what we can do for dessert. Um, oh, sorry, we've still got the Aussie Conference. Um, no, we're doing the overall finalists. Who are you going to make finals? I'm just saying, we've still got our Aussie Conference preview to do tomorrow because we have a fantastic guest joining us, and it's, it'll be worth the wait, I promise. So that'll be good. But um, You have to like it's a secret. Yeah, we've said it two or three <laughs> times online. Morgan Turner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. um, so, yeah, so sorry, for dessert, we're just going to rank... Um, uh, we're not doing the Aussie conference rankings. What are we doing? We're doing the, who's the who's finals. Who's in the finals? Thank you. Yeah. Who, who's Super gonna, rugby finals. the top six teams in the finals. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, oh, I guess last thing is just a super quick platform update. So how we're going. We're still building it. We're still in the wars. We're up. Uh, of course. Look, we're making good progress um, and we're hoping basically uh, to make a lot of releases this week. So both content and platform wise. So. This is definitely the week to stay tuned. Let's yep. get on it. Yeah. Alright, um, let's jump straight into it for Entree. Um, top three fantasy picks of the whole competition. We, we ran, I forget how we came up with the order, but randomly generated order. order. That's how. Harry, um, <laughs> <laughs> Harry has landed on top, um, and hmm. so he's going to start us off. Easiest position to be in. Who, who are your top three for fantasy rugby 2020, Harry? Well, obviously Damian McKenzie is going to be my number one pick because yeah, I know when he's been what top player three out of the last four years, and the only reason he wasn't last year was because he did his ACL and because he's, he's ever raised. He's, 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 he's outscored. Yeah, could, he could we say that he's won you two of the last uh, four well, years? Of probably, considering yeah. that Folau had a higher average than Sevier Reese at the end of the year, I That's actually true, reckon actually. Damian McKenzie would have been the top scorer anyway. You mean he who shall not be named? Yeah, sorry, that John. I meant John Folau. Okay, yeah, he was a flop that day. I'm also going to go. I don't know. Never saw him. Exactly. Uh, also going to go Severis as my other pick. Oh, Just no, you know, really? safety, okay. safety, right, yeah. safety. Uh, and finally, the in. best center in the world, Anton Leonard Brown. Very good. Are you sure it's not Matt Proctor? I thought Matt Proctor. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's, that's, sorry. Yeah, that's the, yeah. the coach boy. Yeah, you get him up. Um, all right, excellent. That brings us to Nelson. So unique players can't pick those three. Who you got next for us? Look, for me, I thought it was quite clear. Richie Moana. I think he's an absolute gun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's had more experience now as in the All Blacks. I think he's going to come back better. Do you think it would be worse or better for him with the Crusaders not being such big favourites this year? Look, I think it will be good for his development of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still has... No, I, I think he's got a lot of talent, raw talent outside him. So I think he'll be putting him in the gaps. He'll, I think he'll be quite good this year because of it. He's got good centres outside him. I don't think it will negatively affect him in any so way. So do you think Richie will be delivering some mo? This he would he will deliver more. Right, okay, yeah. um, and uh, these two might come as a surprise, but um, Falau Fainga is my next one. I'm not surprised. The yeah, surprising surprised. part here is <laughs> Julian Montoya. Julian Montoya. That sounds like a bad pick. Do you have any justification for this? Uh, yeah, because he's. I mean, he had a humongous points per match uh, last year, points per minute, mm-hmm. and he's going to get more and more minutes this year. So How I many think minutes he's do be... you think he's going to get with Preview still in the squad? Look, I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it's. Um, like 60 plus 60, 60 minutes 60, 60 minutes plus. given the Haguari still play like an international test team I think at home at home at home you'll get 60 minutes is, it, is there some sort of doubt over him as well because I saw that Creevy started on that against uh, Braz- uh, of course he did Georgia. mate they started a lot of their rookies Creevy rookie <laughs> yeah. you calling Creevy a rookie on this podcast <laughs> mate, how, is there backup this year how dare you mate he had look put it this way he still had 31 points per minute last year but he was 0.72 
uh, sorry, 0.72 points per minute, 31 points a game. That's high up there. Is it's it? not bad, but he's going to get more minutes this year. I guess the big thing is you think he's going to get a lot of minutes. We, we all minutes. believe, we both believe Creepy will still play 25 minutes a game, 30 minutes yeah. a game. And it's, still, it's still a big lift of minutes. And still start more games than you think. You know, yeah, so. yeah, I'd say so. Um, excellent. I mean, we, we, we watch, did, watch this space. Indeed, we did. Dis- we discussed Cravey with Paul Tate and how um, I think it's it's possible for him to make enough caps for Argentina this year to get to that hundred test yeah. caps. So. He's eleven more. He probably won't yet. be much at all. No, he said he'll start through early in the season, and then at the oh, back end of the season back. he'll play less because of the fact that uh, he'll, he'll they'll be resting up for the uh, Argentinian side. All right, enough with that. Now onto the players Nelson should have picked. Uh, I'm third. The last three unique players I think will be top in fantasy. Completely rugby. agree. Uh, Nani Lamape Can't no. really go past him um, Surely more points than Montoya this year Yeah, I'd say so I'd Yeah, I actually had him as well but... Yeah, well, <laughs> you did But you did so. <laughs> um, Yeah, so Lamape I mean, what can you say? No Bowden Barrett Just the whole team strategy will be Give this man the ball and see what the, reason, the reason why I didn't go for him I think he's going to go down this year Without Bodie around him, putting him into space, creating things for him, I think he wouldn't be negatively affected this year. Definitely. Don't, they, don't you reckon he just shovels the ball? I, to him? Say, I reckon he's going up. Yeah, no, no. Bodie pulls in defenders. If you're that, Bodie one hundred percent pulls in defenders. He yeah. spits a line. That's he's fair. quick. Yeah. It's true, but if you're that new Hurricanes ten, what is the easiest thing to do? Yeah. Give the ball to him as soon as possible, and yeah. it makes you. But that's good. the difference. Yeah. Because Bodie would suck them in and give it oh, to him in space. But I don't think it matters. Who, who else? Who else? All right, let's move on. Uh, more players Nelson should have picked. Um, look, it was pretty hard for me to pick just one here, so I basically said whichever Crusader plays more George Bridge, Braden, and I and Will Jordan. So who you, you need to pick response. one? Yeah, I that's need to a pick joke. One. All right, fine. I'm going to go with my boy Georgie Bridge. I was thinking the whole time. Then yeah. <laughs> you know, with Georgie Bridge. Um, Look, whilst uh, I think I think it'll be a year or two before Will Jordan takes is is probably the top fantasy player and playing the fullback. Um, Brandon Enor, I'm expecting a huge year this year, but just can't go past Georgie Bridge. He's that eleven jersey is his to lose, um, and there's no shouldn't be any All Blacks resting and things like that. Well, sorry, shouldn't be that much resting throughout the season and whatnot. Um, there is, we know what they are. Mm. Sorry, I mean I know what the first three weeks, but, <laughs> and that's going to uh, really negatively affect him as an All Black. So he's definitely not going to be out there. So you know he's 40, 60, 80 over the first three weeks, and then he's missing two more games on top of the bias, right? Okay, so Braden Hennel is my... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, and look, and obviously, okay, obviously I could have picked them both. I had two more picks, but my last pick, my true boy, he had to come in here, Akira Iwani. You just, you can't go past the man. He's got... He's you got can chip, go past him. He's got a chip on that shoulder, mate. He's, look, he played, what did we say? He's played in every game for the Blues the last three, three seasons. seasons. Yeah. Which will change. Shout out to him as well. He came out and said that he was struggling with some mental health issues after missing the World Cup squad. So it sounds like he's in a good place and he's hungry. He, yeah. said, he, said, he said, look, he wasn't enjoying his rugby as, as much as he, he has before last year. And this year he's just like, look, you know, he had a season off, off season, came off fresh and he's now like ready to go. He, he, and he wants to really wants to improve those things he's been told he needs to work on to make that all that. Yeah, he, he said he thought he was going to come out and, and have a lot more of an effect and get picked and things like that. And he knows now he's got to work on his weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And if he does that, I mean, it's his attitude is one of the big things. That's surely, surely showing that he's changing his attitude. So. True. I was going to say, the man has no weaknesses and Kieran Reid's gone now. The All Black jersey, eight jerseys, his. So you had to be first. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that, that'll t- pick our top. Uh, so our top nine fantasy picks, or I mean, top eleven if you include my extra two crusaders in there. Um, we so, don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll revisit that again next year um, and see you know, if how we went, basically, or probably towards the end of the season. All right, with that, let's jump straight into the main course. Um, so what we're going to do, we're just going to go through each of the positions, um, and we're going to yeah talk about top picks. Biggest value increases, biggest value drops, 
number of valuable options. <coughs> um, the difference between the first and last choice Volp. Harry, can you what's the Volp? Value of the last pick. So you're looking at what is the player that you're picking. Let's say in an eight-man league, 16 props will get taken. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take the first prop, what is the value difference between picking the first prop or the 16th prop? So how high are you the, rating that position, basically? One thing you're going to notice about this as well is, and we've tried to adapt a little bit, but there's so many new players this year that you're not going to know those top 16 props necessarily. So we've tried to include those guys in there and then find out how that will change it. But obviously... That, that can be a little bit off. That's true. These guys love their numbers. I go off gut, but, uh, you know, each to their own, right? That's um, Well, you've got more gut than us. I, d- I definitely have a lot more <laughs> gut. I reckon I've got, I've, got, I've got both of your gut right here. So, uh, you've got more than that, mate. Yeah. You've got both of us as your gut. All right. Well, uh, even though I've been doing all the talking, I'll start because we're talking props. So uh, let's rip in. Top picks. First one, first couple picked themselves. Lizzo Gulbocca absolutely crushed it last year. Um, doesn't really have any competition. He's got a youngster kind of behind him, like the apprentice, Majola. Majola, yeah. Um, uh, he is injured in the pre- he's all through preseason. Uh, they said he should be right for round one, but I mean, the only thing is we don't know what that injury is, so we don't know if that will affect his fitness or anything like that, and maybe limit his minutes early. So I think that's worth keeping an eye on. And that's why we have Harry on this podcast, the editor of the Casualty Ward. He's just he's ready to you know hold you a customable, a ca- customable, oh, a customable, a yeah, nice, uh, accountable, and uh, you know make sure you check that Casualty <laughs> Ward. That is pff, crucial. So um, I obviously didn't. Um, <laughs> gonna have to get into it. So anyway, Gubaka, um, the Alala Towers. Alala Towers. Um, yeah, nice. I didn't just say Alan. Uh, Alan was bedrock on my team last year. Played. Uh, he, you know, was supposed to be resting <clears> for the Wallabies. <throat> didn't. He, he played pretty much every game and pretty much seventy-minute games most weeks. Um, he does have uh, someone behind him now. He has a young prodigy, Shambeklavui. Shambeklavui, I'm struggling. Yeah, Sham, he hasn't had many minutes. and he, It was sad to see him actually leave the Waratahs. But he's definitely sad. talented. But I don't expect that we'd see big minutes from him, that's for sure. I think, I think yeah. yeah we can, I, think I think, think we're still going to expect massive minutes and workload from Alan. And um, so he'll be right up there. And then Mikey Alatoa. So um, he was, I mean, all he was doing was sitting behind Owen Frank <coughs> before. But I reckon we'll see him starting a lot more now. I'm not going to say... Definitely starting every week. There are some other Look, options there. Now, but Mike, Mike yeah. will start pretty much every single <clears> week. I think he'll start. My, my thing was, he had points of last year that he was a very good scorer. Mm. His points per minute wasn't huge for necessarily the whole time he was on. So, I think he'll be maybe a mid sort of level sort of starter. I think he's got the most <clears> point, the highest points per minute of any prop. Yeah, I was about to say. He's oh, no, 0.48. He's back. 15th or something. Yeah, sorry. I was looking at Hooper and Slipper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Anyway, you're not even close. Uh, basically, put it this way: he's he's a Crusaders. We're saying he's a Crusaders starting prop. I mean, oh, he's going to be good, and he's a good player. He he gets around the paddock. Excellent. Um, it's definitely one I'm looking at. So Stephen Kitsoff, the fire truck, can't go. You can't go past the Kitsoff. Yeah. He's definitely one of the best props in world rugby, and um, the man, the man, basically he makes a lot of carries, and so carries are valuable in uh, in draft rugby. Um, double the points for meters and for carries. So. <clears throat> find a carrying prop something our system created that that's it that's yeah. it you know we really value the value worth. the props we value those hard earned meters that the big men up front make that's it um, Dylan Smith uh, he was a prop that um, last year he just, really came on he really basically after after the Lions lost Yako Creel and um, someone else I can't think of right now um, they lost a lot of their, their carries and so Dylan Smith really kind of stepped it up and um, he, he was delivering a lot of those carries for the team so if he's fit and healthy he's going to be starting week in week out and uh, same thing making a lot of runs um, and a lot of tackles actually as well um, HJH uh, one of Harry's favourite players HJH Harry Johnson-Holmes um, 
Waratahs. Well, saw him on the preseason game against the Highlanders on Friday. Um, I will say I was more keen on him before I saw that game, based on his form last year, which was unreal. But um, he's basically he's made the shift to number three to the tight head, and that's because he doesn't want to be sitting behind Wallaby's prop Tom Robertson. Can, yeah, the thing about that was. Early on, that Waratah scrum had a bit of a weakness on his side, and granted, he's changed to the other side of the mm. scrum. But when we had um, Young Bell, oh, mate, you've, he, stopped, you've stolen my thunder. Man. That side became dominant in the scrum, and mm. he just got penalty after penalty. Yeah, yeah, he was. I don't. I don't. So anyway, I, I guess four managers. They, everyone, know, everyone listening to this podcast knows how good HAH is. All I'm going to say is that last year he made a lot of points from a lot of runs and a lot of tackles. He was really fit. And he was quite lightweight and he, was, he got around the park. Now he's put on quite a lot of weight, a lot of size to move into tight head. And I think that's going to limit the minutes he plays and his ability to get around the park. So he just looks a bit a lot slower. So there's your inside tip. All right, getting through some more props. My boy, Taniela Tupo. I just expect him to just go from strength to strength. Um, doesn't really have any competition. Uh, I expect it, with, the, with the, the, Reds, the whole Reds team getting better, I expect him, us to see... I just, I just want to see him get his running game back. I feel like the more he's developing, the less he's becoming the Taniela Tupo that we all loved when we were watching the Tongan Thor through school. Yeah, look, I think he he drifted away from that last year. But, I mean, he's he's still young. He's got a lot of time to sort of work that back. And he, I think he's come out and admitted it himself. Mm. He didn't think he had such a solid year. Um, so he knows he's got some things to improve on. Very good. All right, coming along. Ox Nche. Um, come back on the Cheetahs to f- just to fill that void. Tendai Ntawira, the beast, has left for the Sharks. So the Ox basically is going to slide right into those DMs and he's going to pick up where the beast left off. The great work. I think he'll, he'll be... He'll, he could be one of the top props this year. What? Yeah, I, I definitely think he's right up there. They, he has got some competition though, doesn't he? Um, n- no, it, it's, it's still... It's a, another situation like the... Uh, like Uboko. It's kind of like a young apprentice. I'm trying... I'm forgetting who, who it is now. Is it Schoolman or Herbert Mayer? Which, which one is it? Uh, on Majola. Uh, is Majola at the Sharks or is Majola at the Bulls? Uh, Majola is at the Sharks. Oh, then it's Majola who's behind him. Normally, yeah. The other two, I think, are both uh, tight heads. But, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, we, I think I think he'll basically start if he's fit and healthy. Um, his absolute weapon. And I think, look, he was when he when he left, he was playing for the Cheetahs. He was absolutely killing it in terms of fantasy a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and I think he'll pick up much where he left off. Um, all right, another couple of players. We don't want to spend too long on these, but Offer Tuanga Farsi. Um, I think, look, uh, obviously he's going to have a few of those all black rests, but uh, he's he's basically. I can't really see him being challenged for starting minutes. The guy behind him, Sione Mafaleo. Um, I think if he's on uh, Tuanga Farsi, he makes so many tackles. That's where he gets all his points, um, and he has the last couple of years. So he basically he just needs to have minutes on the field, and he gets points. Like so he's very consistent. All the guys you've said so far rank between 0.53 and 0.59 points per minute. Mm. If you take away Gaboka and HJH, who are the top at 0.59, mm. it's literally 0.53 to 0.55. So they're all really, really even in terms of their minutes that they play on the field. Yeah. It's just how much game time they get. And I think the majority of them, we're pretty confident in all of them. Taniela Tupo is the only one. He actually ranks a lot lower than that. So mm. it'll be interesting to see if he that's, picks he, he his scoring more, rate up. He plays a lot more minutes too. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean, though. If yeah. he picks his scoring rate up, as we know he can, yeah. he, he should theoretically be the top prop. I mean, yeah. that could be one thing to consider, though. He's playing a lot more minutes last year, mm. and he was less devastating. Mm. Whereas previously, he was getting smaller minutes, and he was, he was carving up in those minutes. 
And I guess, look, I should point it out, behind Tupo, they had Ruan Smith coming on before, who they really liked bringing him on. He was a really good kind of finisher. Mm. Um, but Ruan's now gone down to the Rebels, and so it's kind of, there's younger, uh, more apprentice props behind him. Um, and so you kind of be more tempted to just leave Tupo on um, if you're Brad Thorne. That's what I think. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be worried about his minutes. Um, all right, other props. The two Chiefs props. We'll finish with those. Uh, Atu Moli. Um, Have you listed every prop in your picks? But props are the most exciting players. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to go through all of them. You've gone That's through fine. literally 10. We'll right. just go Molly and Tarvau. Um, I, look, I think they both speak for themselves. Tarvau was unreal the last year or two. Um, and Atu Molly is, I think, one of the up-and-coming New Zealand props. Uh, young, mobile. Uh, he was in the All Blacks, obviously. Picked over, you know, picked over some big names. Um, and uh, one to watch this year. And who's his competition at the Chiefs? So at the Chiefs, we've got uh, Molly, Tarvau... Um, who else do we have? Obviously, off the top of my head. Uh, Takiaho? No, he's a hooker. Oh, sorry, hooker. Aiden Ross. I was thinking hooker. I'm Aiden Ross, yeah, so he's, a, he's a, a loose head as well. Yes. Um, so I think this is an interesting thing. Yeah, Tarvau can switch between loose and tight head, um, but who else have we got in the props? I, I think that's it. it. It's mainly Ross and and Aiden and uh, Atu Molly yeah. and Lau Lala and yeah. Tarvau Tar- Tar- will compete at yeah. tight head. Yep. They have got Cox and Ruben O'Neill, uh, but they're not going to compete as much as the others. Yeah, that's it. Um, and so, for look, anyway, which I, I've, as you guys have said, I've mentioned a lot of the really good props. Uh, in terms of, like, value increases and drops, um, there's not really that... anything that really stands out. Like, there's just a list of... There is lot, to me. Is it? Okay, well, is yeah. it? All right, well, can, I, can I go? If you're, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Harry's in the most prep here. Can, yeah. So, Harry Hooper is oh. a guy that could actually potentially start for the majority yeah. of the season. Okay. There's not a really established solid position in front of him. J.P. Smith. Uh, exactly. No, no, yeah. no, it's not J.P. Smith. Oh, it is J.P. Smith. Yeah, so it's J.P. Smith, but Harry Hooper was kind of starting to come in and compete for that starting role. Uh, I can't remember who we were chatting to that was that had mentioned them as someone that they thought could actually get a starting spot for the season as well. So uh, I, I think that's a, a real potential. I'm not saying he will, but in terms of points, he had the highest points per minute, second only to Slipper, James Slipper, yeah. at point six for Harry Hooper. So Huge. he was dynamic, he looks fit. If he gets big minutes, he could be right up there as competing for the top, top prop spot as well. Yeah, he was he was like a real young slipper, basically. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah exactly. Um, no, I definitely had him. Look, I, I agree. I'm, I'm not sure. I think he'll definitely get some starts this season, but JP Smith is, is I, I'm saying, going into the season, they're starting prop. That's for mine. Um, but we'll see how that plays out. Well, I, I think Harry Hooper's had a couple of little off-season injuries as well, a neck injury, and oh, then yeah. I think he's done a thumb or something now as well. Right. Uh, I actually do have it here. Um Okay. He broke his hand, so he, he might miss the first couple of weeks anyway, but he would be one that I would be really interested to see round four, five, six, if he, if you could kind of pick him yeah. up yeah. and just see what happens. Very good. And I guess, look, I mean, I didn't, yeah, we're talking about this for a long time, but Tommy Robinson as well uh, for the Waratahs, he's just like, he's, he's one of those props that plays every single game and plays a lot of minutes and gets a fairly good score, so... One more worth mentioning, but in terms of value drops, the only thing perhaps maybe Tarvau, look, with the Chiefs, they they seem to have all their props injured all the time, so with Tarvau and Lau Lala just sharing time, yeah. perhaps it, it's hard to not, like pick one and know they're going to play all the time, but um, that's about it. Look, real quick, let's go through the Smokies, uh, Pone, Falmao, Sili, uh, and, uh, definitely butchered that. Why will he be uh, Smoky? So, love him, he's the six foot four, 133 kilo prop who can play number eight and crash ball. I've talked about him time and time again. Love this guy. And now there's there's a few less props at the Rebels, so we might see... I bloody hope we see him feature more. Whether it's... I don't care if it's playing prop or at uh, number eight. The man can make a carry. I'll tell you that much. He's so, just a big unit. He is. Um, yeah. 
We've got him, Alex Fidel, uh, his player that we've talked again, love him, really like to see him playing. I've listed him as Smokey. Basically, there pretty much have to be an injury happen to see him happen yeah. to see him get some serious game time. Especially with Tyrell Lomax coming down. That's his big problem, Tyrell mm. Lomax, and there's also still old Ben May there um, for the tight head. Angus Bell, Nelson mentioned him. I was freak. absolutely frothing on him. So young though, last but he week. is a freak. He is 19, six foot four, 120 kilos, and he apps. I mean, look, I know it was a Highlanders B team. He was team. the under 20s captain, was he? No, no he wasn't. He was, he was the school's captain. School's yeah. captain, sorry. But he's, he's been in that for two years. Right. He was playing against yeah. the Highlanders. I know it's a Highlanders B team, but swatting them away like flies. Yeah. He and, came in, tore up the scrum. Oh, he. It was. Devastation yeah. at the scrum. I've, I've nicknamed him Mr. Incredible uh, because he is enormous. All right, last player was um, Shambek Lavui. If they do, in the event they do rest, yeah, huge smoking man. It's not gonna, um, don't worry about him. Yeah, We're so far down the line now. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's it. And look, no, last thing is the CO Slipper conundrum. You did mention Slipper. If Slipper gets time, he's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You, you'd probably still find him st- behind CO. He, sometimes he'll get some starts but um, like for example Sia gets injured Slipper is someone you want to pick up oh, immediately he could, so. he, he's probably the best prop if he's starting every week yeah so keep yeah, that yeah he, he was actually very good for me last year should, right. we, get a, should we go to hookers <clears throat> yeah I think we should go to hookers like it, it's probably the position that I reckon this year you're not going to see as many changes hmm. most of the Kiwis pretty much all the Kiwis are, are still starting there Pretty much all the Aussies are still starting there. Even, um, is it Bragvadza for the Sunwolves mm. is likely their starter. Jabba. So there's only a couple changes. One of the big changes you're going to see is there's not going to be Malcolm, Malcolm Marks, Marks for a lot of the time. It's a reasonable change. Is that change. a small or big change? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying there's not many changes. No, no, There's yeah. one main change. For sure. Um, and, and I mean, I'll just bounce straight into it. That means a Van Vuren, Karen Van Vuren. Um, he's the one who's... He plays for the Sharks. So not, it's yeah. Camphor. Camper Vent. Camper or... Um, oh, yes, right. Jensen. Jensen. Jensen, yeah. Peter Jensen and the real youngster, Camper. I was thinking Van Vuren. Is there any difference between them? I'm pretty sure Camper's a year old. I was thinking Van Vuren. Okay. <laughs> um, I was thinking Van Vuren because of the Sharks hooker. I'm thinking that left. There is a Karen Van Vuren who will Who's be playing. Who's the, the Sharks hooker that left? He hasn't left. He was playing this year, Karen Van Vuren. He played all year, but there was an injury, which means why the- he started. The Sharks hooker that left is the Warthog, yes. Aka Vandermeer. Yeah. So Van Vuren was my Smokey okay. because he's going to now roll into a starting role. Right. Um, he had 0.54 points per minute, which isn't near that top echelon of um, Coles. To, and to clarify, he started almost all year. He did. Yeah. Not, not through the start of the year, was it? Through the start of the year, he was bench. And then he came in yeah, for the first four weeks um, or something. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he, he's had more experience there. I think he's very good. We've listed him as a smoky on our on, um, on our article as well. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, the top we, picks. We had him for a record three round average, forty point seven to finish the season. So if his yeah. normal average is twenty seven, he did finish a lot stronger than he started. Yep, so that's fair call. Um, I mean, a lot of the big names. Are, are what we're going to expect here for our fingers hard to go past mm-hmm. Cody Taylor even though we know he's going to get a few rests um, Julian Montoya as I said before I think he's going to have a really big year yeah. um, Dane Coles uh, surely he is just an absolute freak so every minute he gets he's going to devastate but he does have some big competition well the funny thing was his points per game last year was actually second uh, if we take away marks obviously for yeah. finger 47 next down is Dane Coles at 42.5 despite the fact he was coming back from injury and had so much competition with Ricky Rilatella, Ricky Riccatelli and Asafa Amula that's it I'll say look it was real painful I had him last year Barely ever played. That's why he's uh, his average when he played. It's fantastic. Well, he, he's also co-captain this year. 
He is. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So uh, I, I don't I don't know what you can take away from that, but and the, uh, to me it means he's probably going to get a bit more game time. He's going to get captain, and he's still super motivated, right? That All Black starting jersey is not his anymore. He's still fighting for that yeah. with Cody Taylor. So not going to have to rest as much, mate. Mm. Uh, he's still in the All Blacks wrestling squad, man. He's still got the All he Blacks would, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, um, who else we got? Who are the other big names that round us out? Oh, look, I mean, Liam Coltman, Bongi Mbunambi, um, and Damien Fitzpatrick. They're that sort of top echelon of last year that I think will, will stay up there. Um, I mean, big value increase. Craigs, you think Fitzpatrick's going to be a big well, value increase this no, year? No, as in, like, he, look, last year he was already, he, it was absolutely rock solid. It was kind of, his numbers were, you know, insane, like, for what you would have thought. But yep. um, I've just said a big value increase in terms of looking at these hookers because. Um, his competition's basically gone. You know, yeah. Totally Lado's left. Um, he he so did get a lot of game time, Fitzpatrick, though. He did. So they really backed him last year, and I can't see him not playing every minute of every game this year, basically. Yeah, so. he wasn't far off um, that sort of top tier, which was Cody Taylor, Montoya, uh, Coles, and Fainga. And what, why he was really good value is that he was really accurate at his lineouts. He didn't lose any points there. And he just got around. He's a small hooker. Just got around the park, made lots of tackles. So um, he, he's, he's good. He's just consistent value. So can I give you two smokies? Please. I've got smokies, but yeah, you can. Okay, go I'll, for it. I'll give you one then. My first smokey is Samasoni Takiaho. Yeah, that's good. It. So the uh, the Chiefs hooker. I know Nathan Harris has a big injury. Um, it could be yeah, it could be out for a while. He's had a shoulder operation, and they haven't actually said how long he'll be out for. And Shoulder operations aren't small things. No, they're, no. they're, they're never small. As a hooker. Yes, yes. So let's say, best case, it's a little clean-up. That's mm. still at least kind of six weeks. He only mm. had it a week ago or so. <clears throat> so he might miss the first month. And Takiyaho's got huge scoring. Yeah, put, put it that way. His scoring is almost as big as his legs, yeah, mate. 0.73 with points per minute, which is 0.05 behind for Lafayette. The significant Behind Coles and Fayenga are the yeah. only two he'd be sitting behind. Right. Uh, BPA as well. Yeah, true, but he's not as a regular starter. Yeah, he's young, I mean, as a regular mate. starter. He's got youth on oh, his side. Yeah. so good. Yeah, and he good. scored in that trial for them as well. Excellent. All right, well, so that's your smoky. Nels, what do you got for us? Look, I've got a couple, and we, we were just talking about the guys that are sitting in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Asafa Amua, if he gets a chance. Ricky Riccatelli, if he gets a chance. Yep. These two guys are absolute machines. Um, we, we're unlikely to see them unless we see Coles get an injury, um, which, I mean... Hopefully we don't get. He's a legend. He's had a few injuries. I still might pick up a Safra Moon and just sit him on my bench the whole year. Yeah, just, right. just just for the the chance he plays. The only other Smokies I've got is Jordan Ulysses. If he gets the start, the prince that was promised. Yeah, he was promised and he hasn't performed. He's he's had a few chances. Uh, if you played Fox Sports in the olden days, they he had him as a prop originally. So he he was actually quite good that year when he had the chance. Yeah. And the guy that I'm quite excited to see, but I don't think we'll see much this year unless there's an injury, is Lachlan Lonigan. Mm. He has a motor on him. I'd be a little bit nervous with his size for scrummaging, mm. but that's not going to attack you as much as a hooker he, for the Brumbies. He absolutely so ripped up the NSC. Yeah, yeah, and he's, ripped up the NSC, and he is quick, and he can run well. He's the Aussie under-20s yeah. hooker, to clarify. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think we'll see much of him mm. unless there's an injury, but he could be a good smoky if he but gets a start. they have uh, Conor McKinnery as McKinnery, well. yeah. Yeah, so they do Who, have... Conor can McKinnery off, okay? Please. No, McKinnery, McKinnery was, was solid last year. He was a very good fantasy player, yeah. um, McKinnery. He had 0.97 
points per minute. All right, can I give my Outrageous. final? Yeah, but he didn't get many minutes. My, my final thoughts on Hooker's uh, biggest value drop, Malcolm Marks. It's pretty 100%. simple. It's going to be how, how how many weeks out do you pick him up? Because they'll play in the last couple of weeks, the last week or it'll, two. It'll be June. around finals and stuff. Yeah, so. we'll have to see it. If you just keep keep watch that space, basically. If, if you've got a solid starter that doesn't have a buy through that back end, you might want to shape your side to that. Mm-hmm. You can pick him up and hold him. And I think, look, the, the two questions uh, for Hooker's are going to be the, the continual Alex Murphy, uh, Brandon Payanga, Amosa, merry-go-round. Um, how will that how will that roll out? How will that play out this year? I mean, BPA kept coming on and getting tries off the bench, Five tries yeah, yeah. off the bench the whole year, and and uh, likewise um, we mentioned uh, the prince that was promised, Jordan Ulysses, him and Anaru Rangi. So uh, how will that how will that work? Those and, are two questions for mine. And just to go back to the Volp as well that we talked about the value of the last pick. So in the hookers, if you get Felafing at the top hooker, or if you get stuck with James Parsons, Karen Van Ruin around that kind of eighth pick, you're looking at a 17 point difference in a head to head matchup which is massive right? right in the props if we go look at the exact same thing and alan ala alatoa 35 points compared to a scott c on 18.5 you're looking at 18.5 point difference as well so because of the way we've set up our system mm. it means that props are just as important as hookers to make sure that you're stacked and hooker is a key position mm. yeah yeah definitely so thank you for bringing us back with the vault there harry and um with that how about you take us on to locks i'd love to <laughs> who's who? Who are the top picks, mate? Who's got a lock on locks? Well, I, I think the two that I'm the most excited about watching is Guido Petty. Mm. First of all, I mean, without Lavanini, he's very likely to start all the way through. Uh, yeah, he's clearly their top lock. Is he the captain? Am I making that up? No, no. I think they said it's going to be Geronimo Delafuente yeah, again. They haven't announced. They haven't announced. But the thing in Delafuente, I think maybe I think I heard a rumor anyway, but it's probably not going to happen then. Uh, and the other one is, I mean. The man that we've all been calling for Wallaby's cap for two years oh, now, please. Matt Phillip as well. He yeah. was just dynamic. And we've got to say both, I mean, look, I guess we're coming to it in terms of the, their value increases, but both of them are in the same position in, in that um, they both had another international lock leave the team. Mm. Yep. They're, they're starting all day, every day. So yep. Petty's had Lavanini leave. He's got a mortgage on that jersey. And Phillip's had Adam Coleman go. All I would say is that they started pretty much every game anyway. I know, but like now it's just put your house on it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, they're top dogs. And the, the other guy that's right up there, even on scoring, so Petty, 34, Philip, and the last man, Tupalutu, uh, Tulotu, sorry, mm. uh, on 32 points as well. So they're right up there in terms of your, your top, top locks. Um, I think a guy that we're going to be watching really closely to see where he ends up playing is next down on the list, Tyler Ardron. Mm. Might so, come on the pod, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we get him on the pod. But, I mean, we've said a number of times on this pod he prefers to play eight. He's a great loose forward. And when he plays there, he's a top, top lock. Can, can we clarify how we, we work that? So there's a lot of players that cross over from lock to back row. Hmm. There's such a stacked sort of position in back rows. And there's not as many locks. So if you're a guy that's going to be sharing your time between the two and we know of him, he is a lock that wants to play back row in our eyes. Hmm. We're putting him in that lock position. Because there's nothing better than picking someone who, in your fantasy team for a lock who's playing back row. Just there's nothing yeah. better than that. There's or a prop playing back row. That's it. And also, <laughs> we'd much rather that than you have a back rower who's playing yeah. lock. You know what I mean? That's it's a negative. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so if you go right down to the 16th pick second rower, mm-hmm. from Guido Petty down to Ned Hannigan, your vault is 24 points. So actually significantly bigger than both hookers and props mm. because the guys that really perform in locks generally kill it. 
and then there seems to be this big drop into that middle tier. So yeah, you know, I think, if, you know, if you've got to Ted Flanagan, then you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that that's the thing, right? Like you want one of the first three locks in your team, so they kind of go a lot earlier than you would expect, even though they're generally not the top scorers at 34 points a game. Yeah, and there's a name that you haven't said yet, which is just quite frankly outrageous. <laughs> he could be the World Rugby Player of the Year 2019. Oh, Tom Robinson. No. But I know who you mean, but I just don't think he's yeah. going to start every week. Come on, then you you say it. But actually, now that I say that, I think we we did actually. This is a change. Peter Steph did toy. I was going to say, but uh, I think we the have back ch- rower, the back rower, Peter Steph did toy. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mate. That's true. Um, I guess we'll find out more about him. I can't believe you've got section. your own notes and he's not on there, mate. And you still win for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, just how late it is. Okay, um, so Scotty Barrett, Luke Jones, right up there as well. The guy that I really want to see this year is JD Schickling, mm-hmm. who was just so good before he got injured last year. He missed the whole middle of the season then came back and played the last couple of games I know that he's 50-50 for the first round at the moment with another injury Uh, we don't really have any details on that but he's he should be the first choice lock for the Stormers and then it'll be about Morat and Chris Van Ziel to see who joins him yep yep true and uh, Scotty Barrett worth a shout Um, whilst we'll have the All Black Rest Weeks captain of the Crusaders with Sam Whitelock uh, overseas Possibly to return late in, late in the season. Um, Scotty Barrett will be he'll be playing good minutes every week. Yeah, we're we're thinking May in for Sam Whitelock. That's it. He'll be ready for the finals. He's come back and just you know, yep. yeah. Um, Anyone else, guys? You want to highlight? Um, no, I think that's, I, look, what about Smokies? I mean, I guess we we talked about any Smokies for the lock position. Not yet. I've got a couple for you. Okay. Um, Ruben Van Heerden from the Sharks. He's really, really young, and he had a high scoring rate last year. So he actually ended up playing 13 games and rounded out about the 14th or so lock because he just has a solid work rate and takes a lot of lineouts. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll jump up the order a little bit with uh, Hyrone Andrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, while I say that, I've now realised that I've got another option that could completely destroy that being LaRue Roots. Mm. who has actually been starting him over him in the trials. He did heaps of the Waratahs uh, training, oh, yeah. training camp last he was, year. He was, he great. was great, wasn't he? <laughs> but, I mean, the Sharks named what looked like their starting team for the round one mm. in the last trial, and LeBru Roots was part, uh, was partnering Hiro and Andrews. So mm. whichever one of them starts, I think, is a, a real good shout. Yeah. And the other one I had was uh, Thomas Staniforth. So Staniforth, Benjamin Tom. Bond. Tom yeah. Staniforth, that's it. Right. 0.54 points per minute, which is the highest of any of the guys in the top 16. Mm. He should get a lot of game time this year unless Ted Flanagan plays at lock, which I think from hearing Penny talk about it, he wants big locks. He doesn't want guys that are he kind wants of Lucy's kind of locks. Yeah, so Jed Holloway and Ned Hannigan, I think, will both be playing more loose forwards this year. We, we just saw in the trial, Holloway was locked, wasn't he? Eight. Oh, no, he was eight, sorry. He, he was the bloke that, Yeah, he was the bloke that couldn't pass to the half yeah, once from the back of the scrum. And I say that as a man that really likes him. We really <laughs> like him. He's got a lot of potential. Excellent. Well, look, I uh, I could talk about back rows, but I might talk forever. So I'll let I'll give it to Nels. I mean, look, Nels, Nels probably will talk forever. But do you want to talk about back rows? Or uh, I wasn't doing prep from them. All right, you'd like me so, to you'd like me to hit it. Good. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I love I'm going to do like a speed version of back rows. Are anybody going to start? Oh, don't through? do that. So first guy I've already mentioned, Peter Steph did toy. I was checking if everyone was still paying attention. So Peter Steph previously has been a lock uh, on our platform over the last couple of years. The man, he's, he was the world's, world's best rugby player for playing back row. He's a back rower, world's best six. He's is a back he, row. Is he a fantastic fantasy player? He's not. Uh, he, what, he's not He's not too shabby, but I don't he's think he's... He's ranked ninth last year as a back rower. It's top ten. I'll, I'll, I'll take a top ten. Okay, I hope you do. 
I mean, I'll, I'll be taking all the guys that are ranked one, two, three, but you take top ten. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good place to start, you know. Um, <laughs> no, all right. Anyway, Peter Steff. Um, I'm just going to hit. I'm just, like I said, speed round. Let's do it. Kiriwani, obviously, we're just going to go straight into him. Um, defied fifth ranked last year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about in total points though? I remember he defied the odds. In, uh, uh, wasn't he? He was might have been right up. I think yeah. he was top. Yeah, it was just he was top of something. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I remember holding that over you. Uh, for the whole he was second. Adi Sevier smoked him. Eight thirty nine to six twenty nine. But from there, he was second. Look, you know, um, again... There's no shame in being smoked by Addis Yeah, definitely. That's good. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Vetu Douglas. Uh, oh, yes. Now we're Camo, Camo. Here we go. Crusaders back row. He's got that he... number eight. That eight jersey is on lock. Oh, he's exciting. He's exciting. Um, and he's going he's, he's, he's gonna to get through some work. Uh, Shannon Frizzell. Another Huge. player I'm excited about. So... For some reason, we didn't see him play much game time How last year. He scoring right I don't last get week. it. Yeah, but then I don't he, get it. Then when he, he started, he was insane. Yep. So Frizzell definitely. He could be the top player in the competition with the form that he showed at the start of last year. Yep. Harry's just declared he's looking at Frizzell for his top draft pick now that. Uh... Oh, Frizzell is ex- massively excited. If he gets minutes, mm. he is awesome. Very good. All right, speed round. Luke Jacobson, Chiefs, massive. Um, I don't know, he was plagued with some concussion issues. Yeah, he's still struggling. And they only just started con- uh, contact work, I think, mid-January, early to mid-January. Yeah, so, so he, he's been doing fitness for a while. Yeah, yeah doing light, while. Yeah, but he's been doing light contact work recently. So they're like, aiming for round three. Okay, that's important for fantasy managers. Yeah. I guess, to note with him, basically, we all think the Chiefs are going to win Super Rugby, have a massive year. He's your starting six in that team. Yeah. He was pretty good, so... And I, I, was, I would say as well, if they have to play 40, 60, 80 minutes for the All Blacks anyway, by him missing the first two rounds, it's not really a massive loss, is it? Exactly. No. <laughs> um, continuing with the Chiefs, uh, he hasn't been like the biggest fantasy performer in recent years with Sam Kane, captain, playing a lot of minutes. Obviously, we'll have the rest weeks, but I know, just... I, I had a I'm, few players above him. No, I'm sorry. I'm not saying in order. This is not in order. This is just, <laughs> just smashing through the top players. Um, I won't talk more about Sam Kane, but yeah, he'll be up there. Pablo Matera, that's someone you had up above him, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but he's not <laughs> playing Super Rugby. What are you on about, mate? Oh, God, all right. It is, I'm really struggling. Um, <laughs> Fair, it is late. Again, testing if people are yeah. really paying attention. Um, can I can I jump in for a bit? Please, you're getting please confused. do. Okay. <laughs> can I say Isi Nasarani? Uh, 0.53 points per minute. Uh, he had the second highest average only to Luke Jacobson of the remaining Lucies mm-hmm. at 41.7. So he's going to be big. Yeah. Michael Hooper's a guy that you haven't named yet either. 39.6 points per minute. Yeah. yeah, he was ranked fourth overall last year. Um, so do, so we, do we think we can get the bulk minutes out of him every week? Because, I mean, this guy's played so many minutes, yeah. so many years Mate, when, in a row. When you, when you sign a $5 million five-year contract... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They want to preserve you a little bit. No, you're playing him. Mate. No, like, I don't the think World so. Cup, the World Cup's Who, over, they've mate. Just, they've just got a rookie number seven into the squad. Why would they be throwing him in yeah. big minutes? World Cup's over. Get, you got to get your money. I just mean, Rob Penny's a guy that I think will give people a chance. I'm not saying regularly, but I'm saying Based I wouldn't be surprised work. if once or twice from what he's done at other clubs, he likes to bring young guys through. It was one thing he also said in an interview. So okay. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying don't pick up Hooper. Hooper's a freak and he'd still be one of your top picks. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little less out of it. I feel him. like Nelson's still carrying some of this animosity towards Hooper. Um, He's trying to overcome Previously discussed. Yeah, no. But, um, no. Anyway, continue, Harry, please. Who else we got? Uh, look, the guy that I thought, another guy I thought was going to jump up the list this year was Peter Gasolkula. Mm. And I guess his chances really do hinge on what Tyler Ardron does with the Chiefs as well. But if he's playing at number eight, he has a very good scoring rate as well, 0.63. So a yep. bit, bit higher than Fetu, bit high, a fair bit higher than Hooper. Yeah, and I guess big big thing is Teleni Siu, uh, his competition, Shoo! I guess, um, has, has gone overseas. So a yep. little bit less competition. There's only that Tyler Arjun sitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Uh, another one for you. Manas Skuman. Skuman, the shoe man. The shoe man. How good was he? When Look, one of the blokes in our comp picked him up like third round oh. and we were all laughing because he was starting round one. He just got confused and forgot that yes. um, old mate was leaving. Uh, Yako Krill? No. Quagga Smith. Quagga Smith. Yeah, and then he played like eight Still games in a row that just shifted him around <laughs> the loose yeah. forwards and he just scored huge points every week. And he looked yeah. like, near the line, he looked like the hungriest player yeah. to try in Super oh, Rugby. Such a hog. <laughs> and Quagga Smith is gone. Yeah, exactly. So he should just keep playing, yeah. surely. He's going to try to take the whole burden on his on his shoulders. You That's know right. I mean? like, yeah. um, Alright, who else we got? I've got a smoky for you. Smoky? Yeah, well, I've got a, oh, so many smokies there's, in the Lucy's this year. There's I'll, a lot of background. I'll give you two, and then you guys go. Okay, the first one Sounds is Duplessis Carifi. Boom. I think he's on everyone's radar now with Adi Sevilla being gone for a long, long time. We were just discussing him before about how what, he had pretty much, I think, the second highest turnovers in 2019 Super Rugby. Yep. Coming off the bench, and he's aggressive. I think you got to be wary. I would not be surprised if we see him one of the early guys with the the high tackle missing games and things. Yep. He just goes in like a. A bullet a gate. 110%. Yeah. Mm. And I think uh, Adi Sevilla has been brought forward a little bit in terms of when he actually might come back. Originally, they were saying six months, but I think it got pushed to four months. So maybe yeah, three and a half, four start, months. Start yeah. of April. Right, okay. Early April. So, I mean, he still gets the bulk of the season, Duplessis Karifi, which I might take you down a little bit in terms of where you pick him up. Mm. Because obviously, those top it, loosies you want to hold all season long. Yeah. But still, man, his scoring rate is big. Mm. I got The other one I had for you was. Uh, Josh Strauss, the international number eight Scottish coming number across eight. to yeah. the Bulls. Uh, I think he's just a big physical work rate player, and I think they need that experienced player on the park, so I wouldn't be surprised if he plays big, big minutes. I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, he was a big carrier playing over in Scotland before, and so, um, yeah, the Bulls have brought him in to replace Dwayne Vermeulen, so that's what they want to see from yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. Can we throw Dempsey in as a smoky? Like he, Absolutely. He is a good player. He's struggled for minutes with injuries in recent years, but he runs hard, he tackles hard. He's got a very high work rate on the field. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. All right, let's, we're speed rounding this. I'm going to put some more players who I think have had their value increase. Uh, I don't think he's a particularly great fantasy player, but who knows, we might see something from him. James Lenchies, uh, basically made captain of the Highlanders. So um, he's a uh, open side flanker, but uh, surely it just means he's going, to get, he's going to get more starts, more minutes. He's going to get more minutes of not that much. True. Um, in terms Ma- of fantasy, Mar- terms of Marco Van Staden. So there's just been a f- the, the Bulls have always been that team that has had like 20 back rowers. So anyway, they've got a few, many less now. I think he's basically be starting in the six jersey now. And if this guy gets time, he has a very high work rate. Well, yeah, he's an open side flanker though. I don't think he was ever affected by that. He had a few injuries, but he got a good run last year mm. and then started to show his form. So I think he could be very good. All right, and then look, I'm going to hit us with my last Smokies. Uh, Tiariki Ben-Nicholas uh, for the Highlanders. He's basically like a little bit of a bigger Artie Sevilla. He's someone who I have my eyes closely on this season. Uh, Rob Valentini, we say it every year. If, if the man's not injured, I hope to get a lot out of him. Uh, we heard from Paul Tate. Juan Bautista Piedemonte could be... He said the Facundo Issa mold. And if mm. you don't know who Facundo Issa is, look him yeah, up. Yeah, wake up to yourself. Because if that's, <laughs> if that's half true, then um, that's a fantasy player you want in your team. Um, and look, I guess the last uh, last one for mine, this is a little bit biased, but Harry Wilson, absolute youngster, 20 years old, Queensland Reds, could take that number eight jersey. Look, I, think that's, I think it's a little rough on a couple people. Mm. Someone for me, again, it's, it's a roughie. Like, he's not going to be you know, a smoke. He's not going to be likely to start. But Fraser McWright, mm. this guy, if he gets minutes, which yeah. maybe it's an injury that takes. true, Smokey? Yeah. No, not necessarily, because we could see him at blowing side flank. 
We definitely see, or we could see, um, what's his name? Uh, Liam Wright. Liam Wright moved to six. Mick Wright going to seven. Because right now... Um, got a lot of players around to do that. The only player position that I think they're a little short in is number eight. I, I can't, I'm not sure any of them. I can't see it being anything other than Liam Wright, the youngest captain of Queensland Red, starting at seven. He, he, he started. He played almost every game last yeah. year. He's going to do the same this year. Yeah. And I think well, Angus Scott Young has a has a mortgage on that number six jersey. Scott Young's in a good or Luke Antelakoto is more oh, likely to play type five. They were talking about him playing a lot, yeah. But I think with with McRide, don't Scott. get me wrong. Absolutely fantastic player. We're all really excited about him here in Australia. He's kind of halfway between Hooper and Popok, and I mean that's where you want to be, no, right? I mean Liam Gill. I think he's Liam Gill. <laughs> yeah, but um, but I think he'll. I, I think look, as good as he is, he's going to be in that apprentice role this year. They've they've made Liam Wright the captain. Oh great! Um, so I, I was thinking more if we see them together. Hmm. And look, last thing, we haven't mentioned many South Africans. I'm going to put Pepsi or Pendulani <laughs> no, Butelezi out there. Well. Massive raps on him. It could be a smoky. Who knows? He could he could get a lot of game time for the Sharks, but. Um, I, I don't know. We'll see how we go. The Sharks have got quite a few back rowers, to be fair. They've got Ntembu, who was captaining the Curry Cup team. They've brought across Nochi. There's a lot of players there. Can I just say two quick names right yep. out of the out of the left field? Vincent Chatuka, if he gets game times, is an absolute weapon. He can play both blindside and open side. But there's obviously a lot of competition for him. And the other one I had was um, Mitch Jacobson, Luke Jacobson's brother. Oh. He's gone over to yeah. the Dogs. Sun Wolves. Yeah. And he was the... Th- I think he played three years in New Zealand under 20s, 20s in yeah. a row as the open side, yeah. including Captainese last year. They were talking him up as one of the biggest right. open side prospects in New Zealand in the last decade. Yeah. So just seeing him get consistent game time and build some confidence could be massive. Mate, how devil would he be? He, he's got these huge raps, three years under 20s, and then his brother just comes along and makes the All Blacks. He's like, excuse me? What yeah. The he's yeah, exactly. Yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, I don't think he's shown what his brother has at the moment, but he's got a lot of potential. All right, look, I won't call that a speed round on the uh, back rowers, but yeah. how about we move uh, right along? This, scrum halves. Scrum Nelson. halves, I think, will be quick. This so most of these guys that are going to be at the top aren't changing. They kind of so, pick themselves, don't they? Yeah, TJ Perinara, Brad Weber, Aaron Smith, I don't think those guys are going to change. They'll be right up that top. Herschel Yenchies, this guy's a freak. Yeah. I think he's going to stay up there. The people I think that we're going to see move a little bit, Tate McDermott. Mm. This guy's Lit- now yeah. got more time in the saddle. I think he was one of the most exciting guys um, on the field for for the Reds last year. Mm. And he had point, 0.66 points per minute, which puts him above the rest of the guys I've just mentioned. The other thing is as well, Brad Thorne and the rest of the Reds are talking about them throwing the ball around a little bit more this year yep. as well. So if he's just given license to throw the ball mm. and then the other the defence have to drift a little bit more because they're not just waiting for this tight game from Gaps the Reds, potentially there's more holes for him. And he's got an exciting fly half that I wants to hit a line hair. outside him. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that combination there will see, we'll see them split the line, we'll see I, them working well together. And I think he's got that Aaron Smith support game that next level he yeah, always turns close. up in the right place yeah, he does. so, so yeah. hit for me he's someone that's really exciting someone that you don't have on that list mate mm. but oh you do you have him as a smoky but no he's not a smoky oh, frank lamani frank lamani will be one of the top uh halfbacks this season mm-hmm. So tell us who's Frank Lamani. Frank Lamani is the Fijian scrum half. Yep. He uh, he was playing the NRC for the Fijian Ndrua mm-hmm. um, a couple of years back before he got picked up and went straight into the Fijian side. Yep. He was supposed to be at the Melbourne Rebels last season. Mm-hmm. And I do think he was there a few years back previously. Before, yeah. But look, I mean, he to me he is Guinea at Guinea's best in terms of his. Wow. That's that's, rap, that's a wrap right there, Jeez. I think he could be one of the top. Scrum halves in the world within the next few years. 
If if if, uh, if all the good ones are being chosen, he's the one you want to take a punt on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's got the passing game to be one of the best scrum halves in the world. One of the best fantasy scrum. Oh, ah, yeah, there no, we no, go. No. Yeah, very good. Yeah, the, the one that matters. He's, he's, yeah. a, he's, he's a he's a pool loser. He's, he's yeah. very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Can I just throw out one more as well, please? Gonzalo uh, Gonzalo Bertranau. Very good. So you know Thomas Kubeli is Kubeshi is captaining in the the uh, preseason game. Mm. Come back early from injury, but. From chatting to Paul Tate, he seems to think Bertrand now is just he's the, the future. future, but also the current. You know, he, he reckons he's well and truly usurped him this year. So yeah. if that's true, then I think you'll get big minutes from him, and he's a good player. Yeah, look, I, I think we'll get good minutes from him. Whether I mean, he's still got Kubeshi there, so whether they share minutes and he's getting 50, 60 minutes, um, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. I think a guy we haven't mentioned yet who is exciting, who I think we'll see more of, is Jake Gordon. Boom. Jake He's Gordon, yeah. Biggest value increase for this year, I'd say. Yeah, we've, we've been excited for, for about this guy for a long time. Oh, Phipps has left. I was a little disappointed last year on the game time he did get. He didn't live up to what he'd shown the, the few years before. I so I hope fair. he can recapture his form. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think more consistency, yeah. that's going to be a good thing for him. And I think it's going to be really important he, he shows some of that form with a, with a young fly half inside him. He's going to really need to step that's up. Happened. Yeah, well, definitely. Jake Gordon was basically on his phone looking at Twitter to see if Nick Phipps had done anything stupid on a Saturday night <laughs> before he worked out if he could play the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the same vein, though, in terms of for fantasy managers, apart from him needing to step up his game because he has a young 10 outside him, that also means he might just be like, nah, stuff you, yeah, I'm running it. You know what I mean? Like, he's for fantasy managers, he might be running it a lot. So Yeah. Look, I, I think moving on, mm. um, a value drop. I mean, we've already alluded it, Thomas Kubeshi. He's definitely going to slide down the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is, not that he was extremely high, but Mitch Drummond, I think we think he's out of favour as the first choice. I don't think we think... He's going to be the first choice. Well, no, well, that's no. that's he, one of those he, eternal questions. Yeah, Mitch Drummond just hasn't been time. the first choice for a couple of years to Bryn Hall. But uh, he, when, he, yes. when he plays, he gets good points. But his issue is Not he plays minutes. 30 minutes almost every it's, week. It's, it's the same every year. that You, you pick whichever Crusaders uh, half-back Stars. starting yeah. to fill your, your gap. They're never top picks. I'll yeah, give you another drop for you. Not that he was huge. Jonathan Ruru. So there's a, there's a chance we see Finlay Christie take that spot yeah, over him. I think him. he's a good pick. And Finlay Christie, he's a good player. So it'll be interesting. I think he could be a smoky for you. I don't think he's going to light up as much as some of the other guys we've said. And I don't think he'll get necessarily huge minutes, but he could be a guy if you need someone. And whilst we said it'd be a quick one, what are your thoughts on Joe Powell? I know you had some thoughts on Joey Powell, Harry. Like, yeah, what was great well, about him was he just played all the time. Exactly. But he just played huge minutes and he was the top passer in the game. And halfbacks having more value in their passing game than the rest, that's how he got most of his points. And I just think Ryan Lawrence is, uh, no, is getting oh, yeah. more game time through the NRC. They started him through all the finals no, as not, well. Not Lawrence. Sorry, Lawrence against the Rebels. Lonigan, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Ryan, uh, so so the, the uncooked fetus, I call him. He looks like he's, he's oh, so young, mate. So uh, the thing is, if Lon- I, I don't think Lonigan's going to take over, but at the same time, I think you might look, see him start getting 20, 25 minutes a game here and there. Yeah. Maybe even rotate power to give him a rest I, after I five games it, in a row. I called it throughout the NRC. I mean, yes, the the Brumbies are, are probably the best team that uses their feeder team throughout the NRC mm. to to develop guys and bring them through. Early on, you saw Power start, you saw Lonigan get a few chances, and come the finals, they were starting Lonigan. Lonigan was in better form, he was playing better with the players around him. So I wouldn't be overly excited, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be overly um, confused by him taking over that starting spot. It won't happen at the start of the season, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does it at some point. Yeah, I've got one more for you. Uh, Andre Warner. 
So he's come down to the Lions this year from the Bulls. Yep. Yeah. Uh, obviously chasing game time. Now, Ross Cronje is expected to start with that jersey, but he's got an ankle injury, which apparently is touch and go to go for major surgery. Right. If he goes for major surgery, he's missing the, the vast majority of the season. And then there's there's one other scrum half down there. Is it Dylan Smith or something Dylan like that? Dylan Smith, yeah. So, so really, Andre Warner would be the next in line. You'd have to think so. So if he actually gets some solid game time, we're yet to see his full potential, and you just know, you don't know don't know what he could be, I think. Yep. Fair. I think that's it. Rudy, Rudy Page? No, nah. let's move on. He's, he's at the Sunwolves. <laughs> Money is at the Sunwolves, and maybe yeah. that could be a good thing. Well, mate, they might only be out of field 10 players every game. <laughs> think of how much ball you get. You can play a few based, positions. Based on the amount of information they've released so far, yeah, who knows how many players have No, they've got lots of props. Yeah, <laughs> All right, let's move on to <clears throat> fly halves. And look, why don't we, um, again, I'm just going to say some names who I think will be the top picks. And Harry, you back me up with the numbers, mate. Give me, give me the data. Okay. So, um, well. who am I excited about? Richie Moe picks himself. 43.6 points per game, 698 points for the season. Is he your top fly half in 2020? Yeah, he is. He's got to be. Oh. No, he's got to be. All right, two guys I'm excited about. Damien Vilemsi. That's why I said, oh. And Kerwin Bosch. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Man. I'm the that's, most excited that's your, about Vilemsi. I'm so excited. I think so that's my. your second and third. Yeah. Fives. What about Unless, What about Bryce Hegarty? No, Bryce Hegarty. Bryce Hegarty yeah. defied the odds. I traded him away for Quade Cooper last year, and uh, and then he <clears> sat <throat> in someone's team, and they left Andre Pollard on the bench all season because Bryce Hegarty outscored Andre Pollard in fantasy rugby. What so he, here's something I want you to consider, right? <clears throat> the top fly half, Richie Moe, scores forty three points per, per game. Mm-hmm. The last place, I'm not going to count Bodie Barrett because of the fact he's gone for a significant amount of time. I think he's due back in mid April. Yep. Uh, is Isaac Lucas on 17 points per game. That means there is a 23-point value of last can, pick. Can you're going to have to explain Isaac Lucas to people because yeah. he hasn't played any Super Rugby yet. So, yeah, No, he's played, he's played a little bit. Look, okay. Isaac Lucas, he actually had 0.52 points per minute, which puts him in third, only sitting behind Barrett and Moronga of the regular starters. Um, he is electric. Well, I still, to him now. I may as well yeah, talk about he's it. the Aussie D-Mac. <laughs> yeah. If, if we can dub him that. Wow. The way he plays, his agility, he's small. Yeah, I'm not prepared yeah, to give him not, that take. 10 slash 15. We, we were prepared to give Tyrone Green the yeah, South yeah, African yeah. D-Mac, but I don't know if we're going to give Mate, this guy's up there with Tyrone Green. I don't know. Okay. This, this guy, I he's, rate... These are wraps. I rate extremely highly. Okay. I do see him longer term, probably more than that 15 jersey. Right now, it looks like he's going to be playing 10 because that's what he did throughout the MRC. Hegarty was playing 15. Mm. Um, but look, I think he's extremely exciting. Whether he's playing 10 or 15... At 10, he's going to run the ball up. As a small man, he's going to do it. I, I'm excited to see him. It's yeah. actually, I, w- I was going to say there's never been, there's never depth in Flyhouse, but I've, I'm just looking through my numbers. I've, I've discounted Luke is getting more game time, but Stephen Perifetta is a better eighth man as well. He scored 40.4 points a game in 2018, mm. which puts him at third overall, including Bowden Barrett. Yeah, he killed, so he huge, sucked me. Realistically, <laughs> maybe, I'm, maybe I'm counting my chickens before they hatch. Maybe okay. there's only about 10 points difference between first and eighth, which really actually, for the first time ever, makes fly half far less uneven. Well, wow. yeah. I've never seen that before. No, that's massive. All right, well... Look, I guess we've, we've said it in, in the South African Conference preview, but Delemsey and Kerwin Bosch, they've both been told they're starting. Kerwin Bosch is four Duprees better off than he was last year, <laughs> um, the coach and the three sons. So he, he, he will be starting every game at number 10. Valemsi, the same thing. So uh, biggest value drop for the year has got to be Jean-Luc Duplessis. Absolutely. The guy from the Hunger Games. See you, right chat. See you later. Um, so, yeah, huge seasons from Valemsi and Bosch. And they're basically battling it out for uh, you know that backup. Fly half jersey behind Andre Pollard. Yeah, really seems insane. that way, yeah. 
All right, other other guys I'm excited about Josh Uwani. So um, we saw him playing 12th in the preseason game against the Waratahs, and Nelson has uh, has thoughts that. There's been talk that um, he, he this, we could see a lot of 12 from Josh Iwani this season. This is what Aaron Major said. Mm. Yeah, Aaron Major, exactly right. So Mitch Hunt's come across. Mitch Hunt's come across, and I mean, he's gone there for game time. He, he hasn't turned up there to not play, and he's a good player, and he's been exciting when he gets chances. He started in that 10 jersey. The combination, although they didn't dominate, I think the combination is is very early for them, but it would be good to see how that evolves. And I think having that dual playmaker system might be really good for them. They have some talent out wide, mm. so I think it could be good. And look, I, I after the game, uh, the Waratahs Highlanders, I had a chat to Josh. I've met him up in person. He's, he's put on a bit of size, so he's, he's spent a lot of time in the gym. Josh, I think, has made an active effort to put on the size for that 12 role, so that could be telling. Well, that, you know... The one thing I would say is about that trial game is that both Tay Walden and Rob Thompson didn't play. That's fair. So that obviously completely changes the centre dynamic for the Highlanders. Yeah. I still think their first choice is Josh. Josh one ten. Yeah. With Tay Walden and Rob Thompson. I back you on that. So yeah. you, that's going to be the most but, likely. But probably even better for him that if that things change around or there's an injury to a centre, he can slide out and he still gets game time. Exactly. Because yeah. last year he was playing to 15. So it's interesting. Like, I think... I don't... Basically, with the Highlanders, even though they lost Ben Smith, they've got two 15s. They've got Michael Collins and Josh McCoy, which we'll come to later. But... Um, spoilers. But... Uh, so I think he's, he's not going to be looked at as a 15 replacement yep. now. It's a 10-12. So, look... I, I mentioned Perifetta before as well. Perifetta, yep. Talking about 10s playing 15. Apparently, it's... You know... Actually, you know, the coach hasn't said it. But it seems like everybody in New Zealand's pretty confident that he's actually a fly half, a fullback, sorry, and that we might see him play a lot he, of time there. Is he still para future or just para franchise? Yeah, para franchise. Mate, I, I still want him to play ten. Oh, I'll be my, my, yeah. my pick, and I'd be interested in what you guys think, is that he starts at ten mm. early in the season, gets a feel for that side, shifts back to fifteen when Bodie comes. It really has just, a little bit of movement between them. It just depends where Bodie wants to play, doesn't it? Bodie might be like, you know what, fifteen sounds nice. Uh, do less tackling. You know? I, I think a Terra Black they've got big wraps on, and as a guy that just com- controls the game as well, they might be more Together. keen to keep a Terra Black at ten, Perifetta yeah, at fifteen, true. and then that way when Bodie comes in, they just slide Smoother. Black out. Nelson, Nelson had big wraps on a Terra last year. His fantasy team was a Terra is the new Black. So um, yeah, it's good name. Was, uh, and how'd that go for him? Yeah, not too good. Um, <laughs> all right. So look, anyway, we said biggest value increases. Perifetta as well, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Biggest value increases were Bosch and Valamsi. Biggest value drop, we said John Luke Duplessis. Also, we've already alluded to it um, with Isaac Lucas, Hamish Stewart. So I think he's really going to be challenged for game time. Last year, he found himself having the luxury of swapping between 10 and 15 with um, Bryce Hegarty. I have to say, look, he played pretty well. But, um, you know, Nelson's gone as far to call Isaac Lucas the Australian Damien McKenzie. So The way he plays. This cannot bode well for Hamish Stewart's game time in 2020. Hamish Stewart's not going to game Look, time. Look, the, the other thing is, mate, they were talking about shifting him out to inside centre, which is the same channel that James O'Connor's going to be running in. Mm. So he's not so starting there either. He, he is inside centre slash backup for a 10 this year. Because, yeah. again, Queensland are very good at how they use their NRC. He played 12 the entire NRC. Yeah. So they had them playing their positions that we're going to see them playing this year. Barring injury. Excellent. All right, I'm going I'm to hit us with some Smokies. Johnny Lombard, how do we feel about him? I would love to see him get some game time. I'd love to see him get game time. He's exciting. So he's, we think He's coming back from a big, big knee injury, though. Ah. So ACL, uh, major ligament in the knee, MCL on the inside, and the meniscus, all three. It's called the unhappy triad. So yeah. take from that what you will. All right, uh, let's, 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 let's call my back, jets on him. Yeah. Meant to be back early April. 
So I'm really cool, my Jets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. hold off. Okay, all right. You could pick him though if you want. He's exciting. Look, he's uh, he's late late on. season um, smoky. Excellent. Another one. I'm going to call. Well, my last smoky. I'll give you. I don't know if you guys got one, but Will Harrison. Um, I don't actually think we're going to see him play, but based at the Waratahs Highlanders game, he's the under twenties. Sorry, we're going to see him play, but I don't think we're going to see him take that starting jersey this year. But basically, he came on. We will. He came on. And he's he, going to take that jersey. He's 20 years old. He absolutely lit it up. This 20-year-old looked like he was at home and been playing Super Rugby for five years. Confident. Very confident. The coolest head Mac, that there was. Mac Mason, my thought would be, will get the first crack at the jersey. Mm. But And I think he looked a little bit more confident throughout that, that trial. But I wouldn't be overly surprised if how they played in this trial, if they could carry this in after a few weeks, we're going to see him less and less, and we'll see him move to the bench. Yeah. Still getting time. I still think they're going to share time. They're going to develop both of them, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. He just looks so good. I'm just going to throw a few more names out with one liners. All right, Aaron Cruden. He wasn't saying yeah, no more. Forgot about him. Say no more. Yep. Uh, not as big a fantasy scorer as you'd expect, but still very solid. Playing for the Chiefs. Good well. team around yeah. him. Uh, Noah Lalesio, the favourite to play fly half for the Brumbies. Very, very good prospect. He's and can good play player. all through the back line as well. And he'll be kicking all those he's, goals after fly fingers scores those forward tries. He's quite a big, um, a big oh, 10 as well. He's another 10 I'm very yeah. excited for. Domingo Miotti. Boom. Paul Tate says he's going to be the fly half this year. I yep. don't. I, personally, I think Benicia is going to start. Yeah. But I expect Miotti to overtake him in the back half of the season. So if we pick up an injury midway through. Yep. I'm and then the last one is just Money Leboc versus Mornay Stain. Mm. I don't know where they're going to start, but I hope it's Leboc. It's the, the old versus new. If it's it? Mornay Stain, you know he's just going to kick points and rack up fantasy and points. Boring. If it's, it's Money Leboc, he's a very good kicker. And he's got so much pace and he's a hot stepper, which is what you want to see in your fly half. Yep. How good. All right. Well, look, I just took us through the fly halves. Uh, Harry, do you want to take us through centers? I'd love to. Excellent. Uh, first There's a few here. is one of the men that I think could top the entire competition. So I think it's pretty obvious that Anton Leonard Brown is my first pick in center. Yep. yep. 53.5 points per game last year. With that. There was only one better, wasn't there? That's right. Samu Karevi. Yeah. Uh, actually, was he actually better than? I think he had more total points. I don't think his average was high, was it? Can you check? Okay. Um, then it drops six and a half points down to Nani Lamape, who was outside of Bowdoin Barrett. So, you know, we're a little bit torn ourselves on if Nani is going to get better or worse without Bowdoin next to him. Look, Nelson, what do you reckon? Look, I, I listened to a podcast. We just alluded to this before, but I listened to a podcast with him with Artie Sevilla, and he said he's taking the dropping from the All Blacks as something that is going to drive him more. So I think he's going to come into this season... Quite angry. He's going to come into this season with an attitude that he wants that All Blacks spot back. So, I mean, there's nothing stopping him other than the fact his 10's not going to draw in as many defenders. But he's going to be angry and he's going to be hungry. Excellent. And whilst we could move on, because I was right, we won't. Um, Sam McCrevy <laughs> did have a higher average than Anthony. I thought so. Right. Yeah, fair points. play. Fair <laughs> play. <laughs> um, all right, who, we got? who else have we got? Uh, next, next tier down, you got Rob Thompson, Kurtley Beal... Uh, James O'Connor for me, Wanda Sile, Similani. Mm. Man, actually, I'm just so excited about all these players. Wanda Sile, Similani oh, yeah. is up there as one of the most exciting centers in the game for me, actually. I'd probably put him up there with Nani as who. You're going to put him up in the top player. tier? I was like, well, that's a small well, tier. Well, ALB's top tier. Yeah. yeah. He's, oh, he's on his own. He's, he's seven own and a half points ahead, oh, and okay. he's got no worries about where he's going to be playing and who he's playing with. You don't think Lamarpe can get up to those heights? No. Oh, wait, that was a quick answer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nani Lamape is second, and then I reckon Rob Thompson, Wondersilla, Similane are probably the next best. Is he also on his own tier, Lamape, or are you saying these guys are up there with no, him? No, no, I reckon Similane is up there with him, and then the only other man that I think might be competing for that spot as well is probably Braden Ennall. 
Yeah. You don't think Rico this year playing 12? I was going to say, I'm excited maybe, about you guys not maybe, talking about Rico because yeah, that means maybe I can get him in a later pick. So that sounds good. No, Rico's going to go early, mate. My team is going to have as many Yuanis as possible again. That's all I'm yeah. You can you can pick them into the grave, mate. Thank you. Kirtley Beal's right up there as well. Actually, mm. he was the fifth ranked all, all all up last year at forty points, so still a fair whack down from ALB, but a rock solid scorer. And we don't really know what his role is going to be. He might play fifteen. He might play ten. He might play twelve. All we know is he's going to play. Yeah, my my gut is he plays fifteen. Mm. Yeah, th- there's a chance that when Will Harrison comes in. Uh, a rookie, or even Mac Mason, that we do see Bill kick a little bit, but he hasn't kicked really much for a long time. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how he fits in there. He might be a kicker. He's definitely going to be their long distance kicker. Cool. All right. Who else? There's, there's a few more names in there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Vince Asso. Mm. So the 2016 second tires try scorer is that right? I think so. It's testing yeah. memory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, up there, second only to his centre partner <laughs> Nani Lamape. That was Lamape's what a, what first you? year for oh, the Hurricanes, actually. So that's yeah. how you can double check it. That was when he first came across from the Warriors in the NRL. That's it. Um, so we're expecting him to play outside centre with Matt Proctor gone. I think he's the yeah. favourite for that jersey. Yeah, he's excited. We, we just hope that's the magic. No, well, he started. He started man, last year yeah. when Proctor was injured as well before he got injured himself. So yeah, I know that's still. Lamape played together once last year and then he played with um, Proctor for a little bit and he played with um, Namape these are all the first few games mm. yeah so so he I expect him to play the I think he's definitely he's, the year. his other competition there is Peter Umunga Jensen and Billy Proctor so there's still one Proctor in the yeah. equation too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I don't think either of them are quite at that level just yet I'd say so uh, look Jack Goodhue Mr. Consistency I can't believe he's this far down the list yeah, really yeah. Tavita Kurandrani still on 32 points as well so he's right up there and then I think you start to take a step down you got Orlando Esterheisen, and then I've got a couple of Smokies to finish for you. Jordan Patea. Oh. I, ever, I mean, everyone knows him, but he just hasn't got the history if, on his if, side. If you have a chance, just go back, watch the... Please watch the highlights of the Highlanders-Reds. Uh, was like the second or third round game last year. Yeah. He lit it up. Yeah. Alex Nankervell. If he takes, oh, if he takes twelve, if he starts, huge. can he please huge. take twelve? Like, yeah, him, him and Patea both score at 0.58, 0.59 points per minute, which puts him right up there with Kurtley Beal, Rico Yuani kind of levels. Yeah, and then uh, last one I've got for you, Rickus Pretorius. What did you? What spell did you just cast? <laughs> what happened? It's a fantasy winning spell. Yeah, so. it's a yeah, That's how you win your matchup. <laughs> All right. Okay. Who's Rickus? So give us. Give us the. I think we've spoken about him. Yeah, he's um, the Stormer Center. Yeah. I think that they've got Dan over there. Duplessis. Duplessis as well. Yes. But he's just he's pass. So Rickus is the favorite for and, that twelve jersey. He's, he's a unit you, as well. I was about to say big dude. Yeah. So yeah. young, but massive dude. Yeah. yeah. Um. You guys got anyone else? Did we say James O'Connor? Did, we, did he get a yeah, I, I, I he's, not, he's, he's not a huge fantasy scorer in my eyes. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, look, I'll give. I'll go to the, the biggest value increase and the biggest value drops. So increase, I reckon, Braden Enner, boom. Ryan Crotty's gone. I think that I would like to see Goodhue in at 12, Braden Enner in at 13. There's quite possibly they could put Havili in at 12, Goodhue to stay 13, Will Jordan to come in and play 15. There's just so many fucking options for the Crusaders, <sighs> but um, I think... Enor, the way he was playing last year, he's he's got to get, earn himself a starting jersey. I, yeah, I think yeah. Enor's got to start, and I think it's most likely with what, what we're saying there at 13. Yeah. Um, other big value increases I had was Similani. So with uh, players moving on, you'd have to think he's starting all year oh, in the 13, he's and, and he's going to be unreal. Yeah. Um, and then I had Tommy Wright down as well for the Brumbies. So he's a centre, um, but... Uh, I would say after with Henry Spate moving to the Reds, um, I would I think he has a lock on that the number eleven jersey that left wing. Uh, there's 
the net player I'm about to get to, the biggest value drop. Um, one of the players is Ira Simone. Um, yeah. So there's Simone, who is now battling out with Solomon Carter for that. Solomon Carter. Yeah, Carter. Yeah, a smoky pick for me. For, that, for that inside jersey. Um, mm. And so, anyway, sorry, the point from that is that Wright, I think, will be playing starting on the wing each week. He doesn't have any He's more competing with Muirhead. Muirhead, yeah. So who be, does seem to just continue to get that jersey somehow. I don't know. He's still on team. But um, I think, so, I think Wright's well. going to have him. He does do well. Yeah, and so, um, anyway, that, that I kind of took us on to the biggest value drop. So, Simone, he's going to battle. He had a good year last year in a 12, but he's going to battle with uh, Qatar, I think. Um, yeah. T- my biggest value drop is Tumua Manu. So, um, he was starting pretty much most of the year alongside Anton Leonard Brown yeah. for the Chiefs. But they've just got, they've got Nankavell, they've got the exciting youngster Quintapia. Um, yeah. I just, he's, he's going to... He's got to be a smoky. Yeah. yeah. If he gets the chance... Yeah, he, he is for sure. Snake shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then look, another uh, another drop I had was um, oh, I didn't drop, but value increase. Sorry, Dan Creel. Um, again, not an exciting fantasy player, but right, Lions Lions twelve jersey. He's, yeah. he's, he's moved to the Lions. Come on, we haven't come this way, mate. Let's 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 stop. Well, I was just saying the jersey's his in the Lions. Right. Yeah, uh, look, okay. I've got I've got one one or two more for you quickly. Smokies. Uh, those were value value increases or decreases. One of the Smokies. Oh yeah, okay, sorry, Smokies. You can go Smokies. Smokies. Joe Marchant. Kenny. Boom. Yeah. English yep. international centre. His role will be very much dependent on what happens with Rico, I think. But yep. I mean, watching his highlights, I would I would implore you to do it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think we're we're all saying whilst we'd love to see Marchant and Rico, TJ Farani is easy starting twelve for the Blues. Really, let's just roll off a, a few more. Seo Tomkinson. Boom. If he gets a chance, that guy is electric. Mm-hmm. Um, Solomon Carter. So I think he's going to take time to transition, but after that transition, he is a Laomape shaped player, mm. a Laomape <laughs> style player, yeah. and he could be a great fantasy style. The player. only thing holding him back could be that partnership with TK, and they might so. just not want to. They might heavy yeah. barging runners. Yeah. That would suck to be defending against those two, though. But he yeah. could also play wing quite comfortably. He played a lot of wing in league. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. You got any more smokers for us? Oh, look, Ben Teo. I think we could we can throw him up there. We don't think he's going to play too much, mm. but I mean he is a talented player. So he's over at the Sunwolves. Yeah, over at the Sunwolves. Um, who else? Well, Jamie you got, Roberts. You've got to go in the same vein, Jamie Roberts. Yeah, Jamie the Roberts. Stormers. Look, we think he's a bit old, and <laughs> <laughs> that's not ever good if you're an outside back or a centre or mm. someone out wide when you're in a fantasy sense. The smoky youngsters we mentioned, Rickers Pretorius and Quintapia. So Quintapia for the Chiefs yep. is kind of exciting. Let's throw Billy Proctor in there. He, he's quite a, quite a good player. I think he, he could be lightning if he gets the chance. Nafi Tuatavake as well, the Tongan international that signed for the Bulls. Nah, mate, he's old. Do we just is order some food or something? It sounded like yeah. we're doing some sort of luck. I'm pretty sure he's old, old, isn't he? That's um, yeah, that is that is not okay, mate. What about for the Warriors? Tepai, Moroa. Yeah. yeah, look, I think Moroa. I think he's going to be a solid player, and if he, he might work his way in. I don't think we're going to see him at the start of the season there. Mm. Maybe we'll see him on the bench coming in. Um, but that partnership with him and Hunt, if that's what happens... It'll be quite good. He, he should be a good defender. He's only 24 or something as well, 23. Like he's, he's young. Yeah, no, yeah, I think he's 24. Yeah, he could be a very good player. Um, yeah, he was a very good schoolboy player. Went to Newington. Mm. Um, he Terrible was a talent. School. Yeah. yeah. And he was very good at defence. Like, he would be a great outside centre. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I think that's that wraps us up for centres. Um, now, backs, outside backs, unfortunately, we could spend the longest amount of time talking about them. We're going to have to try and... Really just beast mode. I'm just going to go through some names. Well, yeah, let's pump through. I'm just going to read out a whole bunch of names and then why don't you stop me when you want to talk about them, right? Well, just pump, yeah, the D-Mac picks himself. Sebu Reese picks himself. Number two pick. Solomon (laughs) Alamalo picks himself. Number six pick. All right, well, okay, there you go. George Bridge. 
mm. picks himself. Huge. Number five pick. David Habili <laughs> picks himself. I'm just writing down. Number Chris, three pick. Chris Ayers' team now. Will Jordan. One, Num- number one, one, one pick as well. Huge, maybe. Jordy Barrett. Huge. Blam! Ben Lamb. Yeah, Blam, I reckon's right up there still this year. And I reckon he underperformed last year, and he was he still did. the fifth ranked outside back. <laughs> no, he like, still. No, he, he was still the well, fifth ranked. He performed well early. Yeah. He performed well early in the year and faded off, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he was anywhere near as good as he was the year before. No, he definitely wasn't. He, yeah. he wasn't to the same yeah. level. Yeah, because, I reckon, he almost won I reckon he's year, good so. for a fair uptake if the Hurricanes can get the ball to him. The only worry is, will they be able to get the ball to him? Yeah. Do they just, just have a 10 shoveling straight to the centres? Do you want to get it past it's, it's them? Not, but that's, a, that's the thing. When they were together last time, they were the two top try scorers in the comp, which means the wingers weren't getting tries. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to see it. So I take it back. Ben Lamb's not getting any ball this year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I've convinced myself. Yeah. All right, a few more names. Uh, Tanyelu, <laughs> Tanyelu Talea. Big unit on the Blues wing. We think he probably will be starting. Yes. Yeah, he's good. Yes. Um, Especially with Caleb Clark over in the sevens, yep. I think, um, who, for the record, we have them both listed as wingers, outside mm-hmm. backs, yep. rather than centres, which is where the Blues have named them, where they will not be playing this year. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, he's, he has a very good scoring rate when he's on the park. I, there's some names in there that probably shouldn't be in there. Okay, excellent. Well, I'm just gonna I, I, I'm gonna say two more, and then, I'll, and then I'll hand over to you guys. I've said all the exciting ones. I'm just gonna say the Haguaris outside backs, Del Gui and Bofeji. Um Bofeji, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Um, no, I mean, oh, <laughs> too, too hard. Mate. No, um, lift your game. All right, fair enough. Uh, look, I mean, we're all expecting the Haguaris probably to top Super Rugby 2020, so. Um, uh, they're going to get points, basically. You know, they're the ones who score tries. Um, who wants to take over? Well, the thing with outside backs is you need 24 of them in an ABN league. So yeah. there really is so many names can we, to go through. Can we go through some smokies? Because that's this is where it's exciting. There's talent there. We already know the talent. Can I give you a couple that we just need to know? Like, a keep few an more, eye on? A few more big okay. names. Atene so. Nanai Satoru. Yeah. Could be anything. Smoky. Scores so well. Not a smoky. He's, he's, he's going to be a smoky. I would say he's their starter when he's not in the sevens. Harry the question almost is, lost his bet to me last year. You came close. Almost, yeah. You came close I, to starting. I would not. If games. he didn't play sevens this year, I reckon he'll start on one wing almost all the way through the but season. He, Sean Stevenson. Sorry, mate. Sit down. Well, yeah, yeah. Wainui. Harsh. Wainui, nowhere near Atene Nanasatura. Exactly. You'd take, give him that spot. So that's what I'm saying. Later. So we, we don't know how many times... Can you imagine a back three? Seven Nana, is issue. Can you imagine that, that back three? Nanasatura, Solomon Almalo, and D-Mac? Oh, yeah. Oh, get out of town, son. Oh, they can oh. win by so much. You would never <laughs> kick the ball infield. <laughs> no, you couldn't. So, you, the loop, you know, Sumo is right, yeah. which, I mean, I back him always. Yeah. He reckons that they don't really care that much about the sevens programs compared to the fifteens program. And these guys mm-hmm. that are young prospects in 15s mm. they're playing 15 so yep. he's had his time early in the season with the seven side mm. I think you might see him come back and just play a lot of 15s still I, a risk I feel like you're just convincing me to pick him up in the draft I, I want like him to yeah. <laughs> he's right. so good yeah, no he's very good right, look I mean we'll go into some smokies these guys just are generally extremely exciting um I'm not going to start with the one that I want to, but I will move on. Tyrone Green, if that guy is getting minutes, he is electric. He's exciting. South Josh African McKay. Dana, yeah. Denmark, yeah. Josh McKay. McKay? McKay. McKay. Yeah. Was he the top point scorer? Top try scorer. Top yeah. try scorer. Um, in the Mitre 10. In the Mitre 10 Cup. He so is extremely EIB exciting. Mitre 10 Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the RTM. 
Um, well, we, no, not we the say Mitra. The Mitra. Oh, the Mitra, yeah, yeah. yeah. Filippo Dalgunu. So, something to know about him. He just scored five tries in the trial. Yes, against a very weak... And then what happens? Then he did a head-high tackle, was it? No, tip tackle. Oh, tip tackle. Tip tackle. Cut red card. So, good chance he's going to miss the first week. So, there will be people... Couldn't have all gone to plan. No. Yeah, there's going to be some people tentative to pick him up. We know about him. We do want Brad Thorne was pretty harsh after that. He said, man, I'll give all five of those tries back for him not to do that tip tackle. Yeah, I so that. I think despite his five tries, he's just gone yeah. down a step yeah. in uh, how Brad Thorne thinks about him. Yep. Uh, Manasa Mateelli. How? When did you pick him up oh, last year? I think he was my second pick in the draft last year. Yeah. And, and I don't think he'd got two minutes into the game before he did his ACL. His no. downfall is he's going to be trying to fight with Severus for a spot yep. in the other talented outside backs. Can't really see him beating out Severus, unfortunately. I can't, but he, he, he was, could have been Severus he last was year. Almost he was I would have won last year if he was Severus. For my he was team. almost Severus last year. So, look, he is, if he's there, you want him in your team. Tevita, Tevita Naburo, uh, the karate kid. No, if he can keep his foot out of people's faces... He could be quite exciting if he gets a chance. This list of exciting outside backs this year is never ending. Scrod Gregory, Kinney Naholo, keep yeah. going. Marik Korobedi, uh, Mark Nawanginituase. Oh, yes. He's the one I wanted to die. We couldn't stop talking about him on our Twitter, but well, we, he, he absolutely lit it up. On how do you say his name, Cracks? Because we know it. Mark, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one, where, where's my car keys? Isn't that your <laughs> yeah, one? That's it, that's it. H-to-H, yeah. thank uh, you. That's your get out of jail free card. Chase Tierte, if he starts, he scores very don't well. Like him. I know, but he just scores. Celeste yeah, Ray Arce. Also, don't like him. Sevens. Yeah, but he will be in and out. Yeah, but it's is the he, same. Is as... he more so? Was, was no, he, I think he's no? the same as the Tenny Nano. Yeah. Okay, all right, good to know. Yeah, um, the only guy that I think is is really locked in there is the who's the other winger that you were talking about that's only with them until March in the fifteens until March. Who's the guy? Yeah, um, Clark. No. Sorry, the other one. What team are we talking about? Scott Gregory. Ah, oh, Scott Gregory, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the, the only one, one who yeah. will lose, miss a lot of time. Yeah. Right. Um, very good. Some more Smokies. The, the, the Carreras's. <laughs> Mateo Carreras, Santiago Carreras. Not related. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say Mateo. I don't think he's going to get game Mateus. time. Mateo. Yeah, I think Mateus. he's... That's why he's a Smokey. Because <laughs> if he does, it'll be good. I don't think Santiago Carreras is anywhere near the same ranked Smokey, though, because I'm pretty sure Paul Tate had him on one wing over Canciliero, who we haven't mentioned yet either. True, true that. Um, all right, well, how about we go to... What about some... Look, let's look at some value increases and and, uh, and decreases. I think in terms of a value increase, Dylan Lades. So with Valencia moving into the 10 mm. jersey, I've always been a big fan of Lades, but he hasn't really performed. Um, but I had, now, him, I had him in my top three South African uh, fantasy scorers. There you go. He scores well, but mm. there's just something I don't like about him. But anyway... Is it that amazing fleet pass? <laughs> yeah. oh, that was great. Oh. <laughs> I take it back solely for that one play. Well, he's essentially a 10 or a fullback, and he's been forced to play on the wing. And now, yeah. now at least yeah. he's been given the freedom to play yeah. at 15. So yeah. he's going to create yeah. some stuff. Oh, he, he has definitely has fantasy talent. I think you can pick him up late in the draft for how good he is I agree. Is I, think, well. I think he's one of those good he'll go. He'll go later than deserved. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyone else we want to touch on? Is there anyone started by CFS? I can <clears> tell you one I don't want to touch. Andreas Kutz, Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, gosh. another very good player. I just don't want to get anywhere near. Hope. Can I? Can I put a thought out there? So you, you disagree? He's going to be back for the Lions. He will yeah. be. Yeah. But I saw a snap from him today. I'm pretty sure he's still in Japan right now, which means he's been missing. I'm pretty sure, but that means he'd been missing a lot of this preseason. So 
Whether they rush him straight back in or not, that'll be interesting. Do we all want to see Tyrone Green at fullback or on the wing? I want to see Tyrone Green at fullback. Yeah, fullback. Oh, 100% on fullback. Yeah, okay. Um, look, I mean, we could talk names all the time. DHP, Sean Stevenson. I mean, sorry, DHP, well, he's, he's going to be having Morgan on that 15 jersey. Andrew Kellaway is just someone I thought I'd bring up. So, with. Uh, oh, bringing up, bringing up Andrew Kellaway, he's brought up the next name we forgot to mention Jack Maddox. Um, so, Maddox, yeah. Maddox will be <clears> playing some sevens. The, the whole Maddox scenario is going to be really annoying because he, he's going to be he's come to the task huge fan of that but he's going to go away for the seven sometimes and what that's going to do is it's going to mean that Kirtley Beal um, Maddox are going to kind of swap around where they're playing look so. I think Maddox should be wing should, he should be a wing choice yeah. if you're not sticking around mate you can play wing mm. and you can work your way into a fullback next year yeah I agree I don't I don't think they're going to disrupt the whole team for when he drops in and out yeah. but sorry I didn't finish my point the reason I mentioned Kellaway is because with Maddox leaving the Rebels that kind of opens up perhaps Kellaway to fill a yep. void. So if DHP ever gets injured, which he seems to every year, Kellaway could slot straight into your fullback there. Otherwise, he could take that right wing slot. So it'd be Corabetti on your left and battling for the right. It'd probably be Tommy English, um, who's <clears> also <throat> filled that role as that utility bench player. But Kellaway could be that starting wing. And what about Roscoe Speckman? What about Cornell Hendricks, the two Bulls wingers? Warwick Hallant, who had a terrible year last year, but was a very, very good scorer the year my, before. My expectations of him are still super low. I so don't know what they are for me as well. Don't, but forget. don't forget 2018. <coughs> he he was, had a 45-point no. average, which in 2019 would have made him the second best in the comp. Yeah, well, okay. So, right. like, we, we, we drop him. He's ranked 40th. Yeah, the moment you drop him is when he'll like. But he was second. Yeah, he's gonna be one of those. <laughs> that ones is that, insane. Yeah, he's gonna be one of the ones that AJ, uh, new new manager in our league, will just pick up and yeah, then yeah. light it up. You know, hundred <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. percent. Mm. Look, we we also haven't uh, uh, mentioned uh, Amani Naraba. Yeah, Naraba. Yeah, he's his true smoke. Second, 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 top, smoke. second top try scorer for <clears throat> in the, uh, the Mitre Ten Cup. Yeah, um, could find his. Could find himself some game time with the Highlanders. I've got another one for you. Afalela Farsi. Yeah, was, with Kerwin Bosch moving into town, fullback. all of a sudden he gets that fullback jersey. Yeah. <clears throat> he can score some points. I just love how quick he is off mm. the mark. He can just break We moved, we moved past him too quickly, but Kinney Naholo. We did, we did. Fast, for my back. liking, far oh. too, far too quickly. We're back to Smokies then. <laughs> yeah. We're back yeah, to Smokies. Of course then. we're at Smokies. That's, that's all that matters. <laughs> His name is Naholo, okay? Yeah. What else do you want? Uh, I've got another one for you. Yeah. <clears throat> Edwill van der Merwe mm. for the Stormers. Started on the last trial. It looks like he's actually a decent shot at getting that jersey above Ciabella Sanatla. Which no, I don't see it. Well, man, he just started yeah, over I mean, again. Yeah, well, it looked look, like look their first the choice outside I think that. You guys read far too much into no, this trial. I, I agree. Look, I look at combinations. No, no, I look at combinations. And when they run their back three as their first choice... It's, and then have their second choice back or, three sitting on the bench. Or they might be trialling to see how he works in that. Yeah. It's, it's Sonatla, mate. Because they know what Sonatla's like. There's huge, rap, there's huge well. raps on Ed Will, but uh, it's not happening. Yeah, I, no, I don't no, think no. it's happening. Okay. I'm well, telling, I'm telling we'll you, see. you pick him up. I might. Good. Um, Look, I think we can go on all day. For, like, I was going to say, I think we can go on. The point is, there's plenty of outside backs. So, you know, even though there's a lot of new <clears> talent, and there are going to be some... It's going to be a lot harder to tell who's going to be the top scorers. And There's on, a yeah, lot of no, players. It's going to be Severus and David McKenna. On, on a system like ours, <laughs> that's fair. On a system like ours, where every position is valuable and you don't necessarily have huge stocks, where there's huge stocks in the outside backs, mm. you're definitely going to see a lot of these guys go very early in the draft. But you don't need to fill three or four of your outside backs very early because chances are you'll be able to pick up one or two a little bit later on. That could be high scorers. I mean, if you can pick up one of those that top tier or top couple tiers early, go for them. Mm. But keep in mind, there is a lot of talent there where in other positions it might be a bit bit more tight. 
Very good. All right. Well, with that, <coughs> with that bombshell, I think um, it might be time to move on to. What you gonna do with that dessert? Do what do I need that? And our dessert brought to you by 15 Gelato that we are not eating right now, so I'm really <coughs> upset about it's it. It's not brought to, to us fair, by 15 Gelato. Oh, sorry, it hasn't been brought to us, so is it brought, <coughs> no, I brought thought we to weren't going to mention it, mate. We you weren't going to mention it, mate. You're not a professional. Well, it's now been mentioned, so all Pags. I know is I guess we need two amounts of ice cream delivered to us. So. Yeah. No. He will only ever be mentioned again if we get more ice cream. <laughs> it's the, now We're very bitter <laughs> to our, our uh, sponsors. <laughs> if Harry hadn't had his whole box of Magnum Egos before we'd been eating them tonight, oh, we'd be on to Magnum. They were delicious. Alright, anyway, let's get <laughs> into it. Too much lactose for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, let's get into it. Uh, we're, we're talking, who are the Super Rugby finalists for 2020 going to be? So, we're kind of jumping the gun here. We haven't done the... Um, we haven't done the Australian Conference rankings yet, but we'll do that tomorrow night with uh, with Morgs, and we'll see what Morgs' take on that is as well. Yeah. But um, this so this might give away a little bit <clears> about <throat> that, but um, we're just going. To, it's it's actually. Can I say this is ridiculous? Absolutely ridiculous that this is how it's happened. Yeah. Not on purpose. I didn't mind not even knowing what yours was. Yeah. Neither did uh, neither did any of us. To be honest, <laughs> that is a joke. So I think the first thing was from <clears> the last two podcasts we had, we all agreed that the Jaguars would win the South African Conference and mm-hmm. the Chiefs would win the New Zealand Conference. Yeah. So that leaves four spots to make up the competition. Now, Nelson, you, th- you think this year is the first year where they've changed the qualifying for finals? Yeah. To be honest, I don't think there's an actual conference system this year. I don't know if either of you can confirm that. I, I messaged I'm you sure. earlier, thinking you could maybe. That probably would have been something good to do before we record recording a podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. It doesn't really matter. These four teams are going to if, get if, through anyway. If there was, if we were a professional uh, enterprise, we'd probably pause it right now, look it up, and do it. But uh, you know, we won't do that. We won't. We bring it to you live. We bring it to you straight. So hopefully Nelson's doing this now. But I was, while he is, I was pretty lucky to uh, be randomly allocated first choice of the finalists here, and I can't wait to be. It the seems to happen far too often. You know, all I'm taking from this is that you're, all your karma is going to run out, and you're going to get eighth draft pick, and I'm going to get first draft pick. So that's all that matters. Man, I've got 8th and 7th in the last two years. It didn't stop me making finals and winning one of them. That's true. And Nelson, look, we know that Nelson doesn't like first draft pick anyway. Yeah, that's terrible. terrible. That's the worst terrible. Pick, so, Third uh, draft pick. So you don't want Severisa, Damian McKenzie? All right, anyway, look, enough with him. While Nelson's Googling that, the reason we were saying it's boring, let's go through it. Okay. So we've said the t- we're saying there's six teams in the finals. We've said Haguaros and Chiefs, and we've all landed on exactly... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Crusaders... Brumbies, Stormers, and Hurricanes. I'm going to say Crusaders, Brumbies, Stormers, Hurricanes. Sorry. <laughs> what do you think, Craig? Don't just copy. Oh, I'm also <laughs> going to say Crusaders, <laughs> Brumbies, Stormers, and Hurricanes. So, okay. so we, we all sent these in. Um, we didn't didn't look at each other's answers first. Okay, guys, I'll, I'll throw you a curveball. If there was one team that was going to break into that top six, who is it? Nelson, what do you think? I'd love to see another Aussie team in there. <laughs> Which one? Um, I for don't. Men, for men not usually short of words, you seem awfully short of words right now. <laughs> yeah, because I hadn't thought about this whatsoever. Um, I would love to pass this question to someone else. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say there's a, there's if I was going to see someone else in here, I, I'm going to I'm going to back an Aussie team instead of wow. the Brum, instead of the Brumbies topping the conference. <clears throat> there's going to be another team topping hey. the conference. Uh, another of two possible teams. Oh, geez, come on, mate. you got to pick one. Just pick yeah, one. Just pick one, mate. The Reds. 
No. Nah. Wow, okay, that's crazy. They're going to come third. Mate, haven't they lost all their senior players again <coughs> as the youngest They've team already? They've lost their team. The Waratahs, guys. I was joking. I was saying yeah, how you okay, felt about it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say the Waratahs could make it, and that's purely based off how excited I was. Personally, I think you're crazy. I because do. if there was another team to break in, it's going to be a New Zealand team. I don't know. No, 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 I don't I know this I year. said... Oh, actually, sorry. I don't know oh, I was year. saying instead of the Brumbies, so... I'm thinking the Blues. You know why? Because they just need to be within touch and distance when Bowden comes back. the Blues bottom of the New Zealand Conference? No, I don't think so. I think you did. I think we go back and check that. I'm just banking on them all being so close. Bodie Barrett turns up and then they just clean house to finish the comp. This is that type of quality content you can expect at 11pm on Sunday night. Yeah, no, look, to, to be fair, I think that's not... I don't think they're going to get it. I think that maybe they'll just miss out. I think the Tars will probably just miss out. So I think we've, we've nailed it in the head, the six there, to mm. be fair. I think the, the Tars will come close. I think the Blues will come close. Yeah. Um, and if they do, I mean, that, that Barrett combination, you, you are completely changing your team as soon as he comes in because you can't replicate him. So if he slots into 10, now you have a very, very different attacking style, really, because who else can, can do the stuff he can do in that 10 jersey? That's true. Well, look, on that bombshell again, <clears throat> I'm going to say, I think, uh, I think this has been a blockbuster podcast. Um, I in hope, short. I hope you fantasy managers have gained some insights into our thoughts. Nelson and I have certainly gained that uh, we probably need to start doing some research because Harry seems to be far from more informed than we are. Which We've is been doing lots of draft stuff. Draft true. So, but, um, <clears throat> but anyway, we hope there was some useful information there. We've, uh, we have unlocked all the keys. It We've... might be a bit late, but get your pad and pen. <laughs> God, Pull getting... over now. <laughs> we're getting better and better. Targi, um, you ranked Blues last. Harry ranked in third. Yeah. I ranked in fourth. Yeah, I know I did rank the Blues last. That's, that's why I wasn't saying that they're not going to be one of the teams that break in. All right, anyway, on that, um, that's going to be our draft podcast. So, uh, yeah, we hope it was good. And um, we'll catch you tomorrow night when we, we're back to do it all again. With Morgs. With Morgs. Exciting. The Australian Conference Preview. We'll probably just say all the things we just said now about all the Aussie teams and players. All right, but, see ya. Um, let's do it. Thanks, Lottie.